It's tabletop time. I am not Rob, uh, but I'm opening up just to recap some stuff. We'll come back to me in a second, but I will be playing Cargo. But Rob's uh, cosplaying for the first part of this video as Cargo. So. <laughs> All right, I'm going this way? Yeah, yeah go. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Liam. I'm editing this one, as we, as we just talked about. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm playing Wrench, um, who's a very young, uh, very timid, but um, confirmed psychotic um, <laughs> murderer of men and women, mostly innocent. There were probably children there. There were probably children. <laughs> yeah. I'm Murray, and I am playing the part of Slip, the fairly intelligent yet sneaky and doesn't really want to get his hands dirty sort of greasy person. You know, Love every, it. every crew's got one of them. Who are Love you it. playing, Rob? Cargo? I'm Cargo. Uh... <laughs> I uh, move uh, cargo and I don't like it when people pick up boxes more than me. I'm the rough, tough captain of the group and uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about me. Cargo. We could, we could swap. Good. Do you want to swap? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Rob will be taking up the prompt engineer seat in a moment, but I'm going to recap and I'll explain why. Before I do, I have a couple of things to say. One, it's my birthday in the next couple of days. At some point, when someone watches Before this, this video, uh, yeah. after the, yeah, it's some in the in the weird in zone of this video. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday, and I mention that because I'm spending my birthday upgrading the tabletop time roleplay setup, which is a yearly tradition. But oh. if improving this setup and helping us make better content. I would like to not only make awesome art for all of our thumbnails, but even do like animated intros and stuff, you guys. So please consider becoming a patron. It is what funds Tabletop Time Roleplay. It makes all of these stories possible. It is 99% of the funding for this channel. So please consider supporting that for my birthday, please. <laughs> if you got me a bloody birthday present, all I would need to be is a patronage and I'd be chuffed. <laughs> that said, I also wanted to remind you all, this is a podcast. I just wanted to say that every yes. now and then. It's worth mentioning. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And we haven't mentioned that for a long time. And I think uh, since I intend to bring hopefully some new view views over from the main channel video that I'm making Ooh. this week of my upgrades, <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I'd just I'll let you know because not everyone can watch big long YouTube videos, but some people have commutes and we want to make this a really great audio series. So... Let's jump into it. The reason I'm in the prompt engineer seat mm -hmm. is because we've been doing all these games, all these sessions in my chat GPT account. Yes. <laughs> so I have been uh, using chat GPT, the new um, model, uh, GPT-4. We've previously been running on 3.5. 4, 4 came out in the last couple of months and a lot of people are talking how much better it is. I've been using it and it is much better. So uh, it has a limitation of 25 prompts. And we're going to see if we can get a good story out of 25 prompts. But in order to hopefully make the most out of that, we wanted to use the week prior to today to train it up. So I wanted to give you all a bit of a recap as to how I approach training it. I'm going to put our master prompt in the description. Because if you want to give this a crack, it worked really well, and I was, mm. I was, I'll share that. It worked like the master prompt works. I reckon you could substitute some of the bits for D&D rules or whatever you're familiar with. It works really well with Cogent. So it's the same as Rob's master prompt from last time. Tweaked a little bit. I actually simplified some of it, took some of the rules out based on what we weren't using in our roleplay sessions. Is that the combat stuff? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and I think just 
some of the specificity around attributes. We didn't really reference attributes much. So I just treated attributes as the column for skills okay. for, for it to understand how to assign checks. So anyways, uh, basically I gave it that master prompt to say, you're gonna be our DM. And it said, yep, I get it. And I say, okay. I want to run some practice scenarios before I let you in on the main show, before I let you run our session with my friends, right? So let's do a practice run. So, switch to quirky music. Okay, I've got to get some gummy bears. I can smell them and <laughs> it's like me. <laughs> I got them. So I understand. So I said, okay, let's practice. I'll be Korg, the deceptive barbarian. This practice world is a medieval fantasy in the style of Game of Thrones. Conjure up an opening scenario for Korg, but do not use any actual characters or names from existing IP. Mm. I token with that because last time it was like, your ship, the Black Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> Everything should be original. Set the scene and give room for me to decide how to interact with the world or scenario. So I'll skim through this little bit um i'll scroll through in a way that if people want to pause and read they can but i was a bastard i was a barbarian and i basically just did nothing but be an asshole to everyone standard D &D kind of adventure. what we were doing in <laughs> the last two sessions right so i was like i'll just do the medieval barbarian version of this to get it used to how to react to this sort of stuff <laughs> to get used to you. <laughs> yeah and I, I like i just said i'm korg the deceptive barbarian so i did things like um uh let's uh, let's find a Let's find a bit. <laughs> so I'm it's such so an asshole. No one even realised he's a barbarian. <laughs> so, um, Korg, please make a... Uh, what was I doing? The server looks at Korg sceptically. I'm trying to swap uh, a bag of flour I stole for a room and a uh, glass of ale, a pint of ale. Uh, server looks at me, who I start with, says, sorry, I can't accept flour as payment. You'll need to speak with a tavern owner about that. She says, gesturing towards the burly bartender behind the counter. He's the one who makes those decisions. So I walk across. I say, Korg walks to the counter, thumps the bag of flour on the table. This bag fail in the room. This is my final offer. As Korg thumps the bag of flour on the counter, the burly bartender looks at him with a mixture of surprise and curiosity. He raises an eyebrow and considers Korg's position. Roll challenge level four. So it's giving me rolls, mm. right? I just said, fail. I just said, I failed it. And he goes... The, tav uh, the tavern owner says, I'm afraid I can't accept that as a payment, friend. He says firmly, we deal in coin here, not flour. And if you have any coin, I can give you ale or a room. So I said, Korg tears open the top of the bag, maintaining eye contact with the tavern owner. <laughs> Very well. You can have the flour for free then. And in a wide arc, throws the bag to spread the entirety of its contents across the bar, patrons holding firm to the bottom of the bag. As <laughs> so, And it's really interesting because I'm throwing... Asshole moves out mm. and run. Mm. And the AI just kept telling a great like really I felt good. like the story was really fun. As Core Grips open the bag, um, cloud of white dust envelops the room. Laughter and chatter in the tav tavern abruptly halt, replaced by coughing and sputtering, and fine particles coat the patrons, their foods, and their drinks. The tavern owner's face reddens with anger and he slams his fist on the counter. You dare disrespect my establishment! He bellows, glaring at Korg with a mixture of fury and disbelief. So anyways, I just found it really interesting. It was really describing scenes really well. It was giving characters dialogue. It was giving me challenge levels much more quickly and effectively than GPT 3.5, uh, which we kept having to retrain and remind. Mm -hmm. I did have to give uh, GPT 4 a couple of reminders, but it did remember this stuff. I do like that... I do like the little things, like it was reinforcing, 
you know, what economy yeah. you're using. It's like, no, you idiot, we use money. Yeah. And then it actually gives reactions, realistic reactions to something that you did. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. coughing and sputtering because there's flour everywhere. The, the inn quietens down and, yeah, it's really interesting. So, anyways, I'll skip forward to after that. So, And it's got, like... Whoa. Let me um pretty detailed. Yeah, let me That's let me read cool. this section because I think it it shows how it's storytelling of mm. trying to get it to tell me stories, pull me in. As Korg sips his ale and surveys the room, he noticed several interesting characters and details around the tavern. At one table, a group of rowdy off-guard off-duty guards are engaged in a raucous card game, occasionally raising their tankards in a toast to their comrades. Across the room, a hooded figure sits alone in the corner, intently studying a worn-out book, seemingly oblivious to the noise and laughter around them. <clears throat> Near the fireplace, a minstrel strums on a lute in entertaining a small crowd with tales of heroic deeds of legendary battles. The firelight casts flickering shadows across the room, highlighting the assortment of weapons and shields that adorn the tavern's walls, remnants of past adventurers who sought solace within these walls. At the bar, a grizzled old man with a long white beard entertains a group of patrons with animated stories of his past exploits, his voice rising and falling with the cadence of a practiced storyteller. A young couple nearby listens intently, their hands intertwined as they share a plate of warm bread and cheese. How That's alive awesome. is this? They're all stereotypes and tropes, but the descriptors are what mm, sell quite it. unique. And also, you know as a player... I can interact with any yeah, one of those yeah, things and trust if I go up to the storyteller, there will be a story. If I go up to the um, the person studying the books, that's a quest, right? Like, mm-hmm. so Please tell me you went up to the young couple and hit on one. What did I do? I said, <laughs> I gave feedback, right? Because I gave it feedback before this. I said, that was good. Um, basically, like, I sat down and drank my ale and uh, it sort of said, all right, what do you want to do now? And I said to it, this is an opportunity for you to bring the world to life mm-hmm. and introduce characters and opportunities that I can interact with, but also let there be downtime. Let that be part of the story, right? And it's really interesting. Obviously, it took that really well. It brought this mm. scene to life in a fairly chill way. Um, and then I said, okay, that was great. Make sure to continue to give the scenes and characters life like that. So just reinforcing it. Um, both things the players are engaging in and things they aren't aware of or might be surprised by. It'll mm. keep the world vibrant. So I'm giving it, and this is what we'll have to do today, give it the feedbacks in square quotes and then continue the storytelling because we have minimal prompts. Yep. So like Korg stands and holds his hands up to indicate others shouldn't step forward. Oh, because, oh, sorry, the, end, the tail end of the last prompt, I actually skipped over the interesting bit. Uh Korg considers his options. The co- uh, sudden commotion near the entrance. You're talking about the admits he sees the... Where is it? Um, uh, here it is. Second last. The door bursts open and a man stumbles in, clutching a bloodstained piece of parchment in his hand. His clothes are tattered. He's visibly out of breath. The man collapses on the floor. And the noise in the tavern dies down once again as all to- eyes turn on the newcomer, right? So in response to that, I'm like, Korg stands up and raises his hands to quiet everyone. Korg confidently strides towards the aged man, his hand raised to signal the others to give him some space. Um, and I say, Korg checks the man's pockets for coin. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I got to, I had to roll slight of hand check. I succeeded. It was like, yeah, you got some gold coins. And I'm like, he ignores the note, stands up proclaiming, oh, I'll probably sleep it off. And Korg leaves his first room for the night. <laughs> so, you know, you can properly play D&D. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty <wow>. nuts. <laughs> so anyways, I'll, I'll skip ahead. But the point is, we went through this scenario. I was really happy with that. 
Then I said, okay, great. End of that role play scene. We're going to do another this time. And, and I told it the setting and all that stuff this time and gave it a character. This time I said, <laughs> you tell me a world and setting. So I didn't give it anything. Mm-hmm. And I'll make a character to play in our next scenario. Okay. In a post-apocalyptic world, humanity has been reduced to small scattered settlements struggling to survive. The remnants of once great cities lie in ruin, now home to mutated creatures and bandit gangs. The earth itself has been scarred by the cataclysm, leaving behind landscapes of barren deserts, irritated, ir- ir- irradiated uh, wastelands and treacherous mountain ranges. Amidst the desolate backdrop, a settlement known as Haven has managed to carve out a relatively stable existence. So it goes on. It's pretty cool. I make a character called uh, derivatively Scrap. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, derived from Gate Crash being developed. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll play a young kid who forages in this world. And I just sort of leaned on stuff. Um, it was really cool. And there were some NPCs by name that were made some friends. I'm like, okay, this is this is really cool. So I'm like, okay, you're ready. Let's do this. So that was how I trained it to sort of get in the mode of role play. I gave it feedback as I played awesome. it. Got better and better and better. Um, and then eventually uh, I get to, great, that worked well. Um, I think you're ready. I'm going to explain the plot of the real adventure we'll pick up in. I need... I, I trust you to lead the roleplay adventure with my real-life friends now. That's you guys. <gasps> hey. I have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> there are three players, each controlling characters of their own. Remember, do not speak or act for any of our three players. Do describe the world and events in detail. Create opportunities for player choice and find opportunities to introduce new NPCs and plot points. Do speak in quotes for the NPCs, give them unique personalities, and of course, surprise us with events, plot twists, and even unfair or dangerous scenarios. You ready? The funniest oh, thing yeah. is, uh, Space Pirate Encounter, this is our last story. It, I was like pulling teeth trying to get it to recap our session. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, okay, uh, they, where is it? It just gave some absurdly wrong <laughs> recaps. <laughs> After narrowly avoiding capture from previous owners, where, where was it? Anyway, I'm spluttering about now. Long story short, I dragged a recap out of it by using one of the old, more accurate ones. <laughs> Gave it its recap and said, let's go. So now it's ready for our first prompt. Hooray. We're doing it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to go back to my seat. Yeah, back to your seat. All right. So I think you've got to give it our first prompt, and I think it can literally be (laughs) take it away. Uh, FYI, everyone, our background is the description of the space station at the end of our last session. So we are at our new spaceport. I'm assuming you stopped recording before we switched seats. Yes. Cool. Okay. Ready? Take it away? Yeah. Nice, Matt. Just start reading. Just trust the price. Oh, you're eating gummy bears. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> well, these two caramellos were quick. These are just chewy. <laughs> Funny, though. There we go. Got my, okay. got my combat sound. Okay. Wow, that was loud. As cargo, Slip and Wrench step out of their ship and onto the busy docking bay of Nexus Station, they immediately notice the hustle and bustle of various species and individuals moving around them, each attending to their own tasks and agendas. 
The air is filled with the scent of various exotic cuisines from nearby food stores, Ooh. mixed with the ever-present smell of grease and engine oil that seem to permeate the station. Wow. To their left, they see a group of dock workers unloading crates from a ship, their shouts barely audible over the cacophony of machinery and ship's engines. A few yards away, an argument seems to be breaking out between a pilot and a gruff-looking station official over docking fees. At least people are distracted. On their right, they spot a small kiosk with a holographic map of the station, detailing its various sectors and locations, such as the market district, entertainment venues, and residential areas. They also notice a seedy-looking bar nearby with a neon sign flickering above the entrance, indicating that it's called The Star's End. As the crew takes That's in a good their, name. <laughs> as the crew takes in their surroundings, an unexpected annou- announcement crackles over the station's public address system. Attention all station residents and visitors. Due to recent criminal activity, Nexus Station is now under heightened security protocols. Random searches and checkpoints <sighs> will be in place. Report any suspicious activity to the nearest security officer. Thank you for your cooperation. Great. Just what we need. The announcement creates an uneasy atmosphere, and the crew is left to decide their next course of action. Will they head to the bar to gather information, try to locate their captain using their res- the station's resources, or explore the station to find a way to avoid the heightened security measures and potential confronta- confrontations? The choice is theirs. <laughs> choose your own adventure. So this I would say, in square brackets, tell it you don't need to outline the specific choices they have at the end of your... Find out next yeah. Dragon Ball um, Z. We need to keep track of the amount of prompts we're using so we know when that to... One. <laughs> yeah. Literally, need to write... Oh, somebody's already keeping track of it in the chat. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we should do it as a random. <laughs> no, well, we should do it ourselves. Yeah, can you, can you note it down somewhere? Because my phone's about to die. Um, All right. CD mm. bars. I mean, that's usually what we go to, right? The lettering's really close together. Is it Star's End or Star Send? Star's End. Star Send? I don't know. I think it's... It's written in neon. It's the Star's End. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Like the end of a star. So, like that makes sense. Like a washed up celebrity. (laughs) You know, like the end of this, you're like, all dimmed down. No more shine of that star than my dad used to say about. I'm amazed, Cargo. That was really good. I don't know. All right, well, considering our last foray into an establishment containing food products, it didn't go so hot. So, uh. You're right. Let's try something different. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna maybe just sidle over to the, uh. little map kiosk over there. There's nothing sus about that, so I'll just go. See what we have available to us. What are you gonna look for? Like, like, uh, where where, are you gonna just type it in? Like, where is Captain Frugal? (laughs) No, I was thinking more, something a bit more economical to our benefit. We've got all this cargo to sell, after all. May as well actually do some business rather than just pretending that we're doing business. That's a great idea. Um, so what slip, uh, heads to the information kiosk mm, I think it's just like to map, find map where kiosk. to sell illegal oh, <laughs> goods weird. oh there's the illegal good port okay cool yeah uh-huh. well we have some illegal goods and we have the that's legitimate true. goods that we illegally stole well yeah we have a very large ship that's probably quite valuable can you also ask what I look like with two hats on right now <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have 25 prompts. We can do it up, right? Forgive me if I'm wrong, you're also towing another ship, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the other ship is okay. the one with the car. No, they both yeah, have Was it being towed or is it 
the clamps. I'm assuming like it's a like a tractor beam. Type you're taking, deal. You would, regardless, it, it came with you. You've got yeah. two ships. Mm-hmm. You can probably just pair cool, the ship. just like park one. It's just like drifted past. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's connected like a lifeboat. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. ropes on there, and yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's what uh, Slip's doing. Maybe we should pick something else. I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna go on the. Uh, this is party split. Let's see how it handles. Yeah, okay, the okay. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna try to listen in to some of the uh, heightened security personnel. See that's if they a know good anything. idea. And I'll go to the CD bar. I'm already on my way. See you guys. <laughs> and I have two hats on. Just like <laughs> <laughs> you, I have a hat. You have two hats. I have two hats. Did we give a wrench a hat? You gave me your hat when you went and had a nap. <gasps> oh yeah. Ship. I presume you took it back. It's about personnel. It has autocorrect. It has correct. Like you can spell it. Double N E L. Double N E L. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that's it. It just didn't look right. Oh, can you mute notification like Twitch? Uh, YouTube stream notifications because they're a little I'm pretty sure that's no, that's they're a, not on that's, this frame I'm pretty sure that's okay. a triangle from the is it background the music okay alright swear to oh, god yeah people in chat are like freaking out yeah, like yeah. is my phone going off yeah <laughs> yeah it's I listen to it in the edit, and I'm like, oh, we've got to turn that off. <laughs> All right. Just so everyone knows, everyone listening to this, I just want yeah, to use the yeah, same yeah, sound in, the, in this song. I just want to confirm. Yeah. Slip heads to the map kiosk to find a place to sell the goods, both legal and illicit, that they have on their ship. Wrench tries to overhear conversations from security personnel nearby, and Cargo heads into a nearby bar for a drink. Yeah. We good? Let's yeah. go. As Slip approaches the map kiosk, he begins to search for a location where they might be able to offload their good goods. <laughs> he quickly spots the market district where various traders and vendors seem to be congregate, congregating. Within oh, this, so with, I just see it. So I don't even make it to the map kiosk. Within this area, he identifies as a few places that look, like, that look like they might deal in less than legal goods. A discreet pawn shop, a weapon dealer tucked away into a corner, and a cantina that seems to cater to a rougher crowd. Oh, nice. I sure loaded that on this thing. <laughs> Fun job. <laughs> uh, Wrench slides up close to a pair of security personnel who are discussing the heightened security measures. He strains his ears to listen in, attempting to gather any useful information. It's so short. There's just two hats sitting above the tabletop. <laughs> uh, Cargo, on the other hand, saunters into the Star's End Bar, taking in the dimly lit, smoky atmosphere. The patrons are a mix of rough-looking individuals, some in uniforms and others in more casual attire. The grizzled bartender wipes down the counter and gives Cargo a nod as he approaches, indicating an unoccupied stool. So you didn't really give us anything. It said you end up in the places you said you would go. You literally just told it to not give you options. (laughs) What? It's true. <laughs> no, not not give me options. Like things need to happen still. Like we went to the places, but like yeah, but you can't have it giving you something interesting happening every time you send it a message. Well, it doesn't. It's, it's not describing enough about what where we've gone to give us something to work with. Do we want to feedback it? I don't know what you feed it back. You've just gone to the places. Like, it's described where you've entered. Okay. It's, it's given me all the choices. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, here are 17 things you can do. I feel like I feel like we need to pick, based on what it's given us of those three things, one direction to go down. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. What do you reckon? I reckon you... I think it was a good answer. Uh, you found cool. a cantina and CD stuff. I found all yeah. the CD stuff. Yeah. So I reckon Slip and Wrench... Uh, sorry, uh, Cargo and Wrench return to Slip feeling... I don't like you. <laughs> My friend doesn't like you. Feeling uh, they <laughs> didn't find anything of interest. <laughs> and Slip points out the dodgy cantina that seems like exactly the kind of place that Captain Frugal used to hang out. Do you want to put in quotes and say something? What's your, what is... To slip? say something. Yeah, what does Slip say to us about where we're going? What do you think? <clears throat> you can use hand signals or you can... Like... <laughs> <laughs> I can use the... Uh, like wait, wait. Head. What is yeah, Slip? <laughs> we're standing next to each other. Like, what, is... what do you think? Where should we go? What is Slip doing? Or do we want to send that and then... Uh, no, I, yeah. all one prompt. Let's decide what to yes, do as a group more. next. We're sort of undoing splitting because okay. I think it's going to divide its yeah, efficacy. It yeah, all right. So you, you're going in a direction so I can probably sort of intercept and we can have a... a, a we'll just say yeah. the group's back together and yeah. we go... So what is, where does... So you've observed those things. So what does Slip tell us about where yeah. we're... All right, so selling the cargo goods will be pretty easy, but even better news is that it looks like it'll actually be pretty simple sell some of our spicier cargo, if you know what I mean. There's some uh, weapon vendors and such lying around. Either they're really hidden or they've got some uh, protection. Nice. I agree. What if we uh, go back to the little ship, grab some trolleys, big boxes, they ain't too conspicuous, but we knows that these big boxes of illegal weapons... You just don't open them around law enforcement. Now we go down to the place and show the people who you think will buy them. I'm so glad I took the effort to not say boxes of illegal weapons out loud. <laughs> what? Boxes of what? Illegal weapons! Oh my god! <laughs> Nothing. Also, cover that giant illegal weapon in your pocket. <laughs> Boy, are you just happy to see me? <laughs> right? Right? Sorry, am, am, am I still armed? I don't think I am. Yeah, I, I Hopefully we would have left them back on the ship, wouldn't you? You've had that pistol that entire time. <laughs> oh my god! You didn't even need it, boy. <laughs> just press buttons. <laughs> go. Uh, where do you want to go first? The pawn shop, the weapons dealer, or the cantina? Let's start legitimate. So, start with the pawn shop. We can actually sell some legit stuff first. It's not just beeline to the uh, dodgy place. So I said, after some time doing their own thing, Cargo and Wrench go and meet Slip. The group decides to go unload their cargo from their ships and take them to the pawn shop to see if they can sell any of it. Yeah. We good with that? Yep. And then, oh, okay. I was going to say, and they enter the cargo shop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what does it say? say? Wait. As the crew reunites, they share their findings and agree on the plan. They head back to their ships and begin processing the unloading of cargo, carefully packing the items and making sure nothing is left behind. Once everything is prepared, they make their way to the discreet pawn shop that Slip identified earlier. As they approach the pawn shop, they notice that the establishment is nestled between two larger shops with a nondescript sign hanging above the door. The windows are tinted, making it difficult to see inside. Nice. There's a security camera above the entrance. <sighs> Entering the pawn shop, they find a cluttered place filled with all manner of items from antique firearms to strange-looking gadgets. Behind the sta- uh, counter stands an older man with a cybernetic eye who sizes them up as they approach. Welcome to Vex Emporium, he says with a raspy voice. 
lucky. What can I do for you fine folks today? My good fellow, we're looking to sell, as we have come into a large shipment with a bit of surplus, and we need to offload in this good port here. Slip thumps the top of one of the boxes and it opens up to reveal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what does it reveal? <laughs> high, high value, illegal, and dangerous goods. And I think it's it was of... a sting operation the whole time. We're all around. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start with uh, something from the actual cargo ship, but uh, let's go straight for that one. Yeah. <laughs> we've got 25 prompts. Hey, buddy, check yeah. out this ship. We've got to go high, we're gonna go, high we're gonna impact go hard. quick. All in. Yeah, I think um, GP24 mentioned, like, other races, so I think this is, like, the first reference of, yeah. like, aliens. Yeah. Because I, I, I was always imagining it as, like, just everyone yeah. was human. That's but cool. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. That, that was cool. It was the first time I sort of mentioned that. And um, it actually <laughs> definitely goes Treasure Planet in my head. Much more, yeah. much more. Yes, yeah, a crate full of space police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're the police! <laughs> You're under arrest! <laughs> So, <laughs> no reverse card. <laughs> Slip advises they're looking to sell some cargo here. He slams one of the boxes and a lid falling off, revealing an array of illegal goods. Once again, offering to sell some items. You good with that? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Vex cybernetic eye oh, flickers so as cool. he accesses the contents of the box. He raises an eyebrow, eyebrow and leans forward, inspecting the items more closely. Mm, quite an interesting assortment you've got here, he says, stroking his chin thoughtfully. I'm not gonna ask where you got the stuff, but I can tell it's not the kind of thing I can put on display. <clears throat> Vet glances around the shop and lowers his voice. However, I do have some connections who might be interested in purchasing items like these. Of course, my services won't come cheap. I'll need a finder's fee for connecting you with the right buyers. He looks at the crew expectantly. How about 20% of the sale price? That's a fair deal, considering the risks involved in dealing in such a unique merchandise. I mean, we went to great lengths to get our hands on these and great personal loss. So about 17. Just... Have an airlock at all. <laughs> okay, are, are we gonna send a message with Slip tries to barter for 17%? For 17%, I think we should say, um, uh, and cargo adds, and of course, we plan on obtaining much more valuable goods. And, uh, I believe we could be one of your future ongoing mm-hmm. business connections. Call it a loyalty program. <laughs> Good. And also, I think because we need to like move it in a direction of it, we like you know just to give it options to sort of do stuff more than mm. sell dangerous goods. I feel like uh, maybe we oh, should we add something do. about. Yeah. However, we would be willing to add a little something off way if you can give us some other information. Wait, I missed that. So, Slip says we can give you 
a bigger cut if you can give us a certain piece of information. Captain, you want to handle yeah, this one? I agree. Uh, we're looking for our long-lost friend, Captain Frugal. You may have heard of him. <clears throat> it's funny because there's like <laughs> a lot like Wrench is joining in, but Rob can't rightly type. Wrench says, do they have an airlock? <laughs> <laughs> and for the AI I to an know what we're here. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> How's that? Yep. We're good with that? Yep, let's go. Right, Dave is saying, why are you trying to get less money? You're bargaining to get a smaller cut. Hmm? Nah. No, he, he, we're, was, uh, we're, he was... We'll give him a bigger cut fee. if we get info. Is that right? Hmm. Yeah, no, he, he no, was Dave, demanding a fencing fee. Yeah, yeah, no, he was, but I think Dave's misinterpreted it. He's saying he will pay 20% of the sale price for the items. I think what he wants is he wants 20% of the sale price from his connection. Yeah, because he's reselling right. it for us. We're good, we're good to send? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be funny if we misread it and it was 20%. Yeah. <laughs> Vex's eyes narrow as he listened to the crew's proposal. He strokes his chin thoughtfully for a moment before responding. All right. I'll take 17% cut and provide you with the information you seek, oh. assuming I can find anything worthwhile. But let me be clear, if our arrangement proves fruitful, I expect our loyalty program to be honored. Very good. With a nod, Vec, yeah. Vec agrees to the deal and starts making some discreet inquiries about Captain Frugal, utilizing his network of contacts. It takes some time, but he eventually returns to the crew with some information. I managed to dig up a little something on your friend, Captain Frugal. Word is he's being held on a high-security prison ship, the Iron Bastion. Good name. That is good. Very good name. It orbits a remote planet in the Zeta, Zeta Quadrant. Breaking him out won't be easy, but it's not impossible. You'll need a solid plan, some serious firepower, and a few airlocks. airlocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it, three episodes, could three you ships. imagine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole prison ship. Yeah. <laughs> and probably more than a little luck. Vec pauses, looking over the crew. I wish you the best in your endeavor. And remember our deal. I expect my cut and any future business we discussed. Wow. Okay. Cool. cool. Are we going to a prison ship? We're going to rescue our captain? I reckon that's a really cool. Yeah. The Iron Bastion. Iron Bastion. Good name. That's very, a good very name. good. Uh, yeah. All right. Our captain's in jail. <laughs> it's not the first time he's gotten out of captivity, and it won't be the last time that we get him out. I don't even know how that makes sense. <laughs> but, it sound, but it sounded <laughs> cool in my head. But now I realize that makes it sound like he's incompetent enough to get captured again, which I don't, that's not what I'm implying, but we're loyal is what I'm saying, so. That's the thing where you're sort of talking into the background. Yeah. So, 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 and anyway, so uh, and I, I guess what I meant by that is if we just have another... <laughs> <laughs> All right, looks like we get to do a little bit of planning, a little bit of a heist. So, Maybe um, we can pick up. In terms of uh, firepower, I think we have two ships <clears throat> with um, 
We do indeed. Lots of guns. How many prompts in are we? In the oh, shoot, I definitely right wasn't getting track. We but could I can just stroll that. Up. We could just the crate. No, maybe, okay, maybe not that one. I think it, I think we just gave that crate away. Yeah, we but, just, yeah. but we do have our own weapon. Five. 20 to go. Okay. All right. Did, did we want to get some more we have We have money. We can get a quicker ship, more discreet. Maybe something with stealth capabilities. Getting close, being conspicuous. Or... We turn on the air, turn off the airlock in a police <laughs> ship, because then we can get in there. It doesn't matter if they see us, because they're one. We're one of them, right? Hiding in plain sight. Yeah, right. And they have airlocks. <laughs> Everyone's got an airlock. Airlocks. airlocks is the greatest invention oh, in space so travel. So convenient to commandeer. Did, did we want to just consider maybe? Uh, Getting some more um, buddies for this little operation. You want to keep mm. it small. No, I think if it we depends on how effective space. the airlock is. Oh, there are a few in space. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> if we recruit some people, or even just give a few crews the insinuation that it would be a good idea to try and stage a break here, you know, cause some confusion while we go about our business. So, what are you suggesting? I go out in the street and go pew. That we give the impression that we're going to stage a heist or pay someone off to do one. And while they're busy, we can sneak in while they're causing a distraction. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then we hit the airlocks. On a police vehicle. Or you mean the the prison ship? The prison ship. Airlocks on the prison ship. We bring in we bring oxygen containers for us and captain. We turn off the airlocks on an entire (laughs) (laughs) prison flowing bastion. (laughs) Oh my god, what a complete if it works. Alright. Oh my god. Uh, Cargo inquires of the shopkeep. We would like to buy four oxygen systems. Spacesuits. They're called spacesuits. Yeah, that that one. Because they're like, and it's more than just air in there because they're like the vacuum of space. So, yeah. You have them. They're on yeah. your ship. Yeah, we ah, we're do good. Some. All right, never mind. Take it back. Take it back. All right, the, the um, crew oh, did, goes you back to our ship. Have um, maybe like schematics of a certain prison ship. Maybe it's got a funny name. Really cool name. Honestly, I reckon we steal a police spaceship. It'll be likely connected to systems that we can get schematics from. And then we can enter without uh, any fuss. (laughs) We find one that's already en route there, and we can just. And then we jump jump out the side with a rope? Wait. No. Wait. We don't find one that's en route because there's hidden police activity here. We create the distraction at this spaceport 
we let off an explosion in a dodgy part of town and all the heightened security officers go straight there and we go to an unattended ship and wander off. You don't know if the ship is near you because it's in the Zeta system. It's all right. We can go and, you know, space snooze for a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I reckon we say... What, what do you reckon? I reckon it's a solid plan. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Okay. It's just a tiny bit of terrorism. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just a snitch. <laughs> I think we need to give AI our big plan in multiple stages and ask for what roles we need to make. Mm. Because then it's going to get in the habit of giving us roles and it will give us the results based on our roles. Right? So maybe we split. Cargo. Who, who does what? What do you reckon? We need to find a police ship and we need to create a, a distraction. Mm. Maybe, maybe two people could go find a police ship because then there could be two checks to see what we find. And then creating a distraction is uh, basically just setting off a bomb in a certain... Well, we do have a box of bombs on the little ship. Like the one that we just brought? Didn't we sell that just now? No, you, I mean, no, that was the case of weapons. Oh, the box of bombs that, that you tripped, that tripped over. over. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Literally crew... stumbled across, uh, in fact. Quite. <laughs> the crew returns to one of our t- two stolen ships and takes out the crate of explosives that we had stolen and plant it next to the dodgy tavern. Oh, the cantina. <laughs> the dodgy it yielded no answers. It will yield no future. <laughs> <laughs> the dodgy cantina or the, the, the star's end? Dodgy... Let's go star's end. Let's go mainstream. Ooh. Let's cause a ruckus. <laughs> if we didn't get him out of prison, we are so, we're going to prison anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's our backup oh, plan. Is just, there. Yeah, exactly. Free ride. To set off uh, to a timed explosion <laughs> at, uh, you know, in that alleyway behind star's end. Nobody's going to be like, what's um, that suspicious looking? And around the time where it, we planned for it to go thing. off, we... Uh, the three of us each are looking for a police spacecraft to take when, uh, to try and, what's the word? Like a commandeer. Commandeer. When the police are on the ground trying uh, uh, to supposedly, or, you know, hopefully investigate the explosion. Do you plan on leaving your existing ships? Yeah, because we got to get in to the thing. Got to get into the yeah, know. prison. Prison ship. This is a lot to be doing at once. Yeah, ask for roles. What different roles do we need to make to achieve this? Yeah, if we ask for sequential roles and then we do all that, we can feed it to the AI and then say, create a narrative based on these events. Okay. I think we're setting the tone of like, we're trying to p- play in broader strokes yeah, I think it would it would be more drawn out if we weren't limited to twenty five mm. prompts. But I think it's better to get a more dramatic story where more happens with the twenty five prompts we have anyway. I could be wrong. If you if, if you guys want to be a little more organic in our play, I'm happy. No, to. this is interesting. Yeah. No, I think this 
this works well, and it'll be interesting to see if it can do it. Hmm. Where are we at? Uh, and you will need to pull a narrative based on the dice results. I'm going to read this out to you. Yeah. I'm going to provide a list of intended actions. This is in square brackets. Mm -hmm. A list of intended actions from the crew. Are you able to provide a list of skill checks that they will need to attempt? I will provide all of the dice results, and you will need to form a narrative based on the dice results. Dice results. The crew returns to their ships and takes out a crate of explosives, uh, and they intend to plant it in an alley next to Star's End. They intend to set off a timed explosion. After the explosion, they intend to find a vacant police ship that they can commandeer. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Yep. We good with that? Yep. That's a lot for it to handle. I'm curious to see how it goes. Here are the skill checks the crew will need to attempt for their plan. Stealth check for moving the crate of explosions through the spaceport without attracting attention. Doesn't give a challenge level. Demolition check for properly setting up explosions in the alley next to Starland. Timed explosion check... I forgot about the timed explosive skill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the water, so that the crew uh, has enough time to escape the blast radius. Perception check to find a vacant police ship. Uh, systems engineering check for wrench to bypass oh. the security systems and gain access to the police ship. Piloting check to see. You remembered that you're a systems That's engineer. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm. Should I change it to. Oh, I mean, should can, I, should I just... edit the prompt to say. Provide I think I think we can just. I think we correct it. We say you forgot to provide challenge levels. Mm -hmm. We have assigned them in this instance, but okay. please provide challenge levels in future prompts. Copy its list of things, and just put in brackets challenge level or CL like three, four, whatever it is. Matter. I think you just buy the results because it's yeah. trained on how to do it anyway. It just didn't in this instance. Okay, yeah, I guess we just put in the challenge level ourselves and then just tell it. Like, it I don't, this, I don't know if then... we need to provide it with the challenge level. No, no, no. I think what I'm saying is we provide it with a challenge level we decided on and rolled on, right? So we copy the list it gave us, right? Do you just want to give it training on where, why you picked those challenge levels? No, no, it's done a good job so far. We're just reminding it to give us challenge level numbers. Yeah, no, it's like you forgot to provide challenge level three skill check. We've we've self-assigned our own and here are the results. Yes. And then just say, in future, please make sure to yeah. provide challengeables. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So we just cool. need to decide on what we're assigning and roll. <clears throat> These are really Moorish. <laughs> who, who brought them? Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Or how dare you? Yeah, it's a healthy combination of both. Good to think All right. Yeah, wow. Timed explosives check. Yeah. Mm. So uh, f first was stealth to get it there. Okay. I feel like that's you, and mm. I feel like you're also the explosive guy. You're the breach and clearer. <laughs> uh, yep, we're okay. doing them one at a time. So I reckon your your pirate vo uh, vocation. The yep. sheets are down. Sheets. Um, down there. Down there. Yours is oh. there. Mine's here. Wrench is there. This is a lot. We're basically fitting more than seven prompt scenarios into one prompt. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see how it goes. Happens. Okay. So, so let's decide. Let's go yeah, one at a time. Establish. So stealth. Okay. It's not super busy and people aren't looking for us right now. Yeah. And no, there are heightened security in there. Three. 
It's true. But the um, commercial district is basically next to the cantina anyway, so boxes, boxes being moved yeah. around is All right. so change pretty normal. Just okay. So right. do you, okay. are you going to uh, write the... Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay. Yep. Three. Eight. Challenge level three, which was passed. <laughs> All right, next. Demolitions. <laughs> just, just to be clear, we are committing an act of... Yes. Straight up. <laughs> we are so well past that point. I am going to kill so less people than you have. You're going to cause some building damage. All right. Uh, what, perchance, is the demolitions check? Um, well, I'm going to say you, you're skilled in a shiv. Yes. <laughs> but you're a pirate boarder. So I could, I, I would suggest, like, maybe assist with that, and then we just have a weapons check, which you're not trained in, which you would have, like, three dice plus intelligence, so maybe f- four dice to roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd probably say it's challenge level four. I would say two. You reckon? You're pirates. You deal with dangerous shit all the time. It's probably not the first Meet time in the middle. Let's call it three. Yeah, shortly setting up an explosive isn't too hard. It's okay. stopping it. Is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. We did right. that one. Challenge level three. Right. So now do you there want to is, assist? Right, immediately after this, there is a timed explosive check for setting the timer. Well, then... Mm. So wait, well, let's just make it one check. Yeah. Call, call them both three and give them the same result for mm-hmm. both, for both okay. whatever it rolls. So, um, challenge level three, mm-hmm. you can assist with your pirate border location. Okay. So roll six dice to assist if you would like to assist. Okay, start with that. You got plus one. So Ooh. now you roll four dice and it's your result plus one on enchantment level three. Huh. It's still it's still going to be tight. Three plus one, so four. Eey. So passed. Bizarre. All right, next. <laughs> Two seconds. Perception check. I hope everyone enjoyed massive forehead as I lean forwards into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's a <laughs> perception check to find a wait. Wait, do that again. Ship. It's like, oh, the gravity, the gravity. <laughs> uh, perception is checked to find a vacant police ship. That's us. That's no moon. Okay. I'm going to say this one's you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but what's the challenge level? Um, oh, that's harder. I got four. For, yeah, for four. finding a ship? A okay. vacant police vacant ship. Hmm. Okay. Four. Yeah. Challenge level four. Two. Two. So... Failed. <coughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, a part was simple but crucial. <laughs> Stealth check for approaching the police ship without being detected. <laughs> oh, God. Assumes we... <laughs> we might think that we found one and we're just stealthing. <laughs> this, this will be interesting. You found the most occupied police ship in the system. I don't know. I'll say three and let's say you passed. Oh, I want to know what it does. When it has to realise we failed to find a police ship, but we succeeded so, yeah. to sneak so up to it. Walk you on you failed walk. to find the least op- occupied yeah. okay, police okay. ship. Well, okay. let's see what it does. So we have a uh, systems uh, engineering check for wrench to bypass the security <laughs> systems. Challenge level oh three. Police ship for systems. With high, yeah, yeah. high security. It would just like the engineer. Engineer check, yeah. So six. Six okay. dice challenge level four. Okay. 
Hey. That's pretty good. Four. So six pass. <laughs> All right. Oh my AI god. Is ruthless. The last one the is AI a piloting, piloting check. Piloting check. That'll be me. All right. <laughs> so, oh yeah, uh, dear. To successfully take the ship. Um, so um, look, question, yeah. question, small interjection. Why would it be me? What is you're your going to pilot skill? the pirate ship um, away? Where you're am a pilot. I? Where do I ride pilot? Uh, you're jumping on board. Wait, wait, this is this is a oh, sequence. No, no, jumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sequence of events. Oh wow! So I think I'm it's, pretty good at this. We're all catching up. Yeah, you're pilot. Challenge level. It, you've all flown ships before. Challenge level two, three. Yeah, three, three. Passed. All right. I am curious to see how it's going to stitch this together with the failed to find them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go. Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. ready, ready. The crew successfully moves the crate of explosive through the spaceport without attracting any attention. Thanks to their stealthy approach, they find a suitable alley next to Star's End and carefully set up the explosives. With their knowledge of demolitions, they manage to rig the explosives correctly and set the timer to give them enough time to escape the blast radius. After planting the explosive, the crew begins searching for a vacant police ship. Unfortunately, their perception fails them, and they are unable to locate one immediately. Not waste, wanting to waste any more time, they decide to continue with their plan and try to find an alternative escape, uh, escape route. As they appro approach the nearest police ship, they manage to rem remain undetected due to their stealthy approach. Wrench uses his systems engineering check to bypass the ship's security system and gain access. Once inside, they fully commandeer the ship, with the pilot managing to fly it smoothly despite the challenge. With their plan in motion and the explosive set, they wait for the timer to run out and the explosion to occur, ready to make their escape. That'll be liftoff! Oh. <laughs> I guess it's time to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, when the explosion goes off... We wait for anyone who might be vacating the ship. Yes. At the sound of the explosion. Yep. We hide in the police ship and open the airlock. Okay. We've already, like, piloted yeah. the ship. We should definitely yeah. check the, oh, the security systems. systems, like cameras, to see if we can see anyone else on the ship. Yeah. They're really, really addictive, Mario. <laughs> is, is that literally what we're going to do? Just, we're gonna... How, yeah, how are we pitching this? Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, did, we failed to tell it who was doing what task, so it's just put us together mm. for the whole thing. Yeah. So that saves us regrouping or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think we, in, yeah, intentionally maybe didn't tell it. Because <laughs> I don't know how, we're throwing a lot at it very quickly, but it's also getting less descriptive and interesting. Maybe give it that feedback, put in square brackets. Mm -hmm. You're telling us the beats of what's happening, but you're not being very descriptive or inventive. Please make sure to be much more creative than you are being. <laughs> All right. Shall we put the uh, narrative in, in, in its hands? We'll give it, you know, yeah. we're going to check the security systems. We'll, once the explosions go off, we'll wait for anyone to vacate the ship if there is anyone. Mm -hmm. And then once we get a bit of distance from anyone, we'll quietly slip away. Yeah, I think... Because I think we're going to go for a stealthy leave rather than just burn out, yeah. out, out of the port. Yeah, for sure. Just hyper job straight out of the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> While still tethered. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything with us. Oh, boy. Do you remember that time we 
jumped in deep space untethered. That was like 10 minutes ago. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Yeah, this has all been one day. It's been one day. So the crew now aboard the ship is going to investigate the hijacked ship to check for any other people aboard while they wait for the explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We good yep. with that? Yep. yep. Do, we, do we want to give it, like, our plan? You gave it feedback, yeah? I did. Okay, cool. Yep. As the crew settles into the commandeered police ship, the interior lights flicker to life, revealing a surprisingly well-maintained vessel. The walls are adorned with official insignias and the control panels are neatly organised and polished. The air has a faint scent of disinfectant, a testament to the ship's cleanliness. Slip, Cargo and Wrench share a glance, realising that their newly acquired ship has been cared for meticulously. You're so bad for walking into this ship, inevitably. <laughs> Not wanting to take any chances, they decide, decide to thoroughly investigate the ship for any other occupants while they await the explosion. They split up, each taking a different section of the ship oh, wow. to cover more ground effectively. Oh, this is clearing I thought we'd ship. check the cameras, but... Cargo <laughs> strides <laughs> down... Let's isolation this. <laughs> nice. Cargo strides down the narrow, dimly lit corridor, his heavy footsteps echoing through the ship. His peers in the crew... He peers into the crew quarters, finding only neatly made beds and personal lockers. It's clear that the crew assigned to this ship took their duty seriously. Meanwhile, Slip deftly navigates the ship's engineering and maintenance sections. The hum of the engines fill the air as he weaves between the snaking pipes and complex machinery. Why am I parkouring through pipes? <laughs> to his surprise, everything is in perfect working order, with no signs of tampering or unexpected passengers. Wrench, on the other hand, explores the ship's cargo hold and science labs. The cargo hold is neatly filled with stacks of crates, secured and labelled with precision. The science labs are equally orderly, with instruments That's and equipment. That's what I like to see! I like precise labels. <laughs> I like cargo. With instruments and equip equipment neatly arranged on spotless <laughs> countertops. Except this is wrench, not you. This is oh. <laughs> As the crew re regroups, they can what confidently... What you looking at? <laughs> can you pass me the USB cable? Uh, As the crew regroups, they can confidently confirm that there are no other people aboard the ship. This? They gather in the cockpit, each taking a seat at the controls and wait for the explosion. The tension in the air is palpable as they know that their planned success hinges on the chaos that the explosion will create. They can only hope that their timing and execution are flawless. So we're still uh, waiting for this story to unfold. <laughs> how, how, how long did you put the timer for? It's you could literally type <laughs> three, <laughs> two, one, boom. Oh, true. Um, and then in a new line, say, um, do you, do the you, crew prepare to stealthily take off am I flying this when thing? the calamity outside ensues. Okay. Okay. I've got skill in piloting. I'll have my hand over the airlock button. Just in case. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in case of wrench. you're on airlock duty. Airlock duty. <laughs> Slip, you uh, fly the ship. I'll uh, watch the cargo hold. Oh, um, also, could As we find good out... As captain does. Could, could we find out what if there are any schematics to the Iron Bastion? Plus, if this ship... Well, of course, this ship has uh, armaments and what they might be. That's a great idea. <laughs> Maybe also find out how far away this uh, place is, if that's relevant to any story storytelling time frame. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go in guns blazing. No, we're going out guns blazing. Guns blazing. <laughs> then we're going to go in nice and quiet to the airlock chamber systems thing. 
You know how airlocks work. It's your thing, really. It's not the airlock control center. Three, two, one, boom. The crew prepared to take to stealthily take off, leave as calamity ensues outside. That's so cool. As they, fly, as they fly away, Wrench is going to investigate the ship's logs for any plans for the Iron Bastion. At Slip and Cargo, investigate, investigate the ship's weapons capabilities. Excellent. We good with that? Yes. The explosion rattles the spaceport. Wow. Sending shockwaves through the surrounding area. As alarms blare and panic citizens scramble for cover, the crew seizes their opportunity. Wrench expertly oh, guides the police ship <laughs> off the landing pad, keeping its movements subtle and stealthy amid, amidst the chaos. While Wrench navigates the ship away from Nexus Station, slipping cargo explores the ship's weapon systems. They discover an array of advanced weaponry at their disposal, nice. including high-powered laser cannons, cannons missile launchers, and even a, even a cutting-edge cloaking device. How convenient. The ship is clearly <laughs> built for swift and decisive engagements, making it an ideal vessel for their crew. As Wrench sifts through the ship's logs, he finds detailed records of the Iron Bastion's defenses and patrol routes, as well as its communication protocols. He also uncovers valuable intelligence on the station's leadership and key personnel. Armed with this information, the crew realizes that they now have a significant advantage in their quest to find Captain Frugal. Yes! With cool. the spaceport fading into, dis into the distance, the crew gathers in the po cockpit to discuss their next move. They have a powerful ship, a wealth of intel, and the element of surprise on their side. Their journey to the Iron Bastion will undoubtedly be fraught with danger and unexpected challenges, but they have never felt more prepared for the trials ahead. Um, what kind of police ship needs a cloaking device? I don't know. It's just a weird thought. All right. Uh, just want to point out that lovely soft transition into a new background provided by AI of us on our police cruiser. Let's go. I like how it um, sort of says, will our heroes find the <laughs> Enough next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball. Sorry. I remember those days. All right. Miss Cheese TV. And then you'd have this. What's in the box? In the box. Oh, yeah. Shit, I'm late for school. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. And if you're now, up too early, you'd have to watch the aerobics thing. Yeah. If you're up earlier than that, there was a televangelist guy that would be just preaching in front of the... It was oh, that's so sick. sick. Oh, oh, man. I never got up that early. Yeah, really? My, my parents <laughs> got up real early for work. Just mm. <laughs> <laughs> just really Australian flashback things that were about a bit. Cheese TV. So, how did it end off and how do we play this out? With the spaceport fading into the distance, the crew gathers in the cockpit to discuss their next move. They have a power, powerful ship, a wealth of intel, and the element of surprise on their side. Mm. Their journey to the Iron Bastion will undoubtedly be fraught with danger and unexpected challenges, but they have never felt more prepared for the trials ahead. Well, the... You know, I've never felt as prepared for the trials ahead as I do <laughs> right now. You think... I think this is how people are usually supposed to feel planning something out. I don't know. I, I've never spoken to anyone who's commandeered a police cruiser. Hey, on the spectrum of like piratey things, this is this, this is, is up there. This cool. is pretty cool, you this guys. Is pretty cool. It's not bad. I mean, usually oh. we just sort of open the door and apparently Hang on. throw ourselves at this things. Is, um, That's true. This is like a, like literally ourselves <laughs> at objects in deep space. You know what? Don't worry about it. I don't think this is being this vehicle is being tracked. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh yeah, it's like Apple. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I mean, it has stealth capabilities. How it's do you trace it? Just stealth? turn off the transponder. It there we of, go. It kind of implies <laughs> that this ship sort of goes off on its own and does its own thing. Yeah. Mm, hello, false Walt. 
it's fine. We got this is fine. They're not going to come. They're not going to I think we have the amount of time it takes for its original crew to realize that. Yes, it is no yes. longer there. It's out of here. We're out of here. We're heading to where the Zeta quadrant. Congo says yeah. out loud. Zeta. I'm sure having stolen a police cruiser, <laughs> a transport barge, and an illegitimate <gasps> smuggler ship. It's a fleet. <laughs> won't have any people tracking or tracing us <laughs> and springing unpleasant oh, no. revenge plots <gasps> later in our that's, adventure. At least that's one ship for each person. Does that mean someone gets promoted now? Captain H. Like, no, does someone yeah, have to be admiral? like a captain of like, like, a, like, like a Commodore or what? Like admiral? Like, I don't know how it works. It would be entirely entertaining if it turned out this ship was actually tracking us. That would be really <laughs> no, funny. That would be, that right would be really Hey, it's right on our tail! Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's us! Oh my god! <laughs> it really got me there. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> in the meantime I'm going to busy myself memorizing all the uh, codes and passwords that it said it had for dealing with other ships uh, I memorized the um, well if we have the Iron Bastion um, mm. schematics the, that and every positionable yeah. airlock yeah I want to know the passcodes to interact with other police ships you know green light codes and oh, yes. for getting into the Iron Bastion it's an older code sir that checks out. And Cargo <laughs> goes around to all of the bathroom quarters <laughs> and rubs all of the toothbrushes down his butt crack <laughs> and puts them all back. What? Because they're going to get their shit back eventually. <laughs> so, you know, he's giving the middle fair finger enough, fair to, enough. The, to the arm of the law. <laughs> Four months from That's now, <laughs> at night time on this ship, four soldiers <laughs> rushing, just like, ah, there's something about this toothpaste. <laughs> nice. All right, while Rob types that, you have a bit of birthday stream funding and a yeah, little message. What? We got a birthday thingy. Thank you, New Doc Prime. Just wanted to say thank you to everyone. That's so nice. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, Cargo says out loud, I'm sure having stolen a police cruiser, a transport barge, and an illegitimate ship that we won't have any people tracking or tracing us with any uh, unpleasant revenge plots in the future. (laughs) Slip spends his time memorising all the codes and passwords required to communicate with other ships. Wrench spends his time memorising the Iron Bastion's defences and codes, etc. And Cargo goes around to all of the bathroom quarters and does unspeakable things (laughs) with the original crew's personal belongings because of spite. And this is how they spend their time heading to the Iron Bastion. Square brackets and just say remember to create events and uh, events and opportunities for the players to react to, and also you can make the downtime interesting. Remember to cre- wait. Go from the start. <laughs> um, remember to create mm-hmm. um, events and um, scenarios for players to react to that they don't effect. instigate directly, and also remember to creatively narrate uh, fine. Just another periods of tra- um, transition or downtime and keep the story moving. 
Okay. Oh, no. Do we have a Geneva Convention in right. this universe? It's fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Oh, my God. We're good with that? Yeah. That made me laugh, Tris. <laughs> oh, no. Something went wrong. If the issue persists, please contact through our help centre at help.openai.com. Oh no. oh no! Do the same prompt square brackets at the start. No, I'm just going to refresh. refresh and yeah. Go again. Let's this time down. We'll lose a prompt for that though, which is annoying. Yeah. Really? You sure? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Mark one off just in case, but yeah, I, 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 um, I don't believe so. Yes, Tris, I, I agree. Remember I to do better, Tin Tin asshole. As the crew immerses themselves in their various tasks, they can't help but feel a sense of unease. Cargo's words hang in the air, and it's clear that their actions have made them a target for many factions. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, they press on, determined to locate Captain Frugal and settle their scores. I hope we like this guy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I hope he's not a dick. Depends how Rob voice acts in. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) During their journey, the stolen police cruiser's communication system crackles to life, intercepting a transmission from an unknown source. The voice on the other end speaks with authority and malice. Attention, thieves. We know what you've done. You've stolen our ships and betrayed our trust. You cannot run forever. We are coming for you. And Mavis? <coughs> Do you think that's directed at us? She had a... Is that, is, is that just like in an open band or what? What is that for? I'm sure that was a voice thing. But yeah, I swear to God, Aunt Mavis, she smoked like 10 packs a day, so maybe that makes sense. The transmission cuts out, leaving the crew 10 packs. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math on that. That's 300 Ooh. cigarettes. Yeah, they're space cigarettes. <laughs> All right. Fictional Aunt Mavis. <laughs> <laughs> the transmission cuts out, leaving the crew in tense silence. It's unclear who sent the message, but one thing is certain. They've made powerful enemies. Who? Who? Everyone you've encountered so far has been jettisoned <laughs> yeah. into space. <laughs> Actually, it no, that's not Nikolai. true. Nikolai. It Nikolai. 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 It's probably Nikolai. Oh, if that's the case, let me do the voice again. Attention, please! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no! As they approach the Iron Bastion, the crew takes stock of their situation. They have a wealth of intel, a formidable ship, and a burning desire for revenge. But they also found, face countless unknown dangers, both from their pursuers and the Iron Bastion itself. The crew knows they must tread carefully, for one wrong move could spell their doom. With this in mind, they devise a plan to infiltrate the Iron Bastion. Using the stolen police cruiser's cloaking device and the codes codes obtained from the ship's logs, they hope to slip past the station's defences undetected and gather the information they need to locate Captain Frugal. As they prepare they put their plan into action, the crew can't help but wonder what surprises await them within the Iron Bastion. Only time will tell if yeah, their daring yeah. scheme will lead to victory <laughs> or doom. It's amazing. Oh, I thought you made that last one up. <laughs> no. <laughs> How do we tell it to stop? End of episode Dragon Ball Z in every prompt. I actually we love don't. it. I actually love it's it. It's kind of great. <laughs> okay, it's um, overly dramatic narrator. I love it so much. We, we should, uh, maybe this is how real roleplay sessions should be run. We could learn from this. <laughs> As you encounter your danger. <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will you succeed or fail in your endeavors? So, um... The music really sort of underlies that vibe, doesn't it? All right, there she is. The metal fortress, the steel space bastion. What's it called? 
The iron bastion. Iron, iron. Well, it's just steel. The iron steel, steel stronger than iron, so. Is it steel? I think so. Okay, steel bastion must be higher security. Stealing's what we do, though. Ah, oh, that's right. Okay, that's nice. Right. That we, I didn't yeah. make All right, well, luckily, lads, I think that this little open transmission has given us a reason to be here. What if this Nikolai is just getting a little bit too overbearing? Yeah, maybe it's not for us. And perhaps Captain Frugal has some information on them. Something that someone in a fairly clandestine police spaceship might want to go and talk to him about. You also don't know if it's Nikolai. It sounded yeah, like his voice. <laughs> <laughs> you could say, you- I bet you, you could say, I, be, I think, I bet you that mystery caller was Nikolai. And AI will be like, nice. Yeah, yeah, AI will be like the yeah, GM. I was think like, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. may yeah, have been yeah, who I planned it to be. <laughs> do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Who says it? Sleep. Yeah. Well, either it was you said it was an or it said it was an open man transmission. So yeah. are we presuming we could it was speculate. voice or text? We could, it was voice, I think. Yeah, the crew. We could say the crew speculate as to who the mystery caller was. Um. Well, slip assumes we, we, it's we are going to... We are going to use whatever information, even if we don't actually think it was Nikolai, we're going to say it's, it is Nikolai or it's Nikolai covering his voice. Maybe, maybe, maybe and it's we're like just going to craft that story. Maybe it's like a scam benefit. call. Maybe they're just transmitting <laughs> and like, ah, oh, look, if you subscribe to this thing... We could respond to the call just like, you have reached police cruiser <laughs> oh, 7863... We can't take your call right now, <laughs> but if you call quadruple zero quadrant A, you will take you through to the nearest <laughs> assistant. This is a police cruiser. What am I, what am I riding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Engineer a prompt, Rob. That's, <laughs> that's your thing. What are we doing? Wait, Wait, what, what, what are, you, are you talking about you firmly believe it's Nikolai and you want to fuck with him? Uh... No, we, we're going to use that as an excuse to get onto the, the bastion. How so? Hmm. By by saying that we 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 have uh, we've been following leads and Nikolai is getting a bit too big for his breeches. You know, he's he's becoming a menace intergalactically, and we have reason to believe that Captain Frugal might have some information uh, wait, on wait, him. We're, 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 so we're going police. to go all pretending to be we, cops. We are yes. impersonating uh, the police. Now. So okay. we're going to go and interrogate Captain Frugal. Wink, wink. Um, okay, I, I like that. Yeah, I, like I that. would like to raid the uniform <laughs> store. <laughs> I'm still wearing two hats. <laughs> oh my god! We all wear police uniforms, except Wrench is wearing two ship transport captain hats. <laughs> no, um, what are you typing? I, I, I can't stand by anything we've said in the last fifteen minutes. What have you got? I don't trust it. Whatever it is, it's rude. So we're gonna go. I'm in. just trying to give it context, but ask I need him a couple of questions. Yeah. So the crew speculates to say who the mystery call was. They firmly believe it was Nikolai. Sliff speaks up about his plan. What we need to do is sneak onto the Iron Bastion, pretending to be 
Police. We've been investigating Nikolai C, and we uh, believe that Captain Frugal may have information about him that we need to continue our investigation. Yep. Yep. The crew dress as police officers, ready to... Look the part. Look the... Yep, cool, well said. And um, proceed to embark the floating space bastion. Add in square brackets... Remember to get the players to roll the yeah. stuff <laughs> and provide challenge levels. <clears throat> what a captivating story. Mm. Captivating. Ah! Ah! <laughs> you, you got a lot of puns. Oh, it's great. <laughs> my tummy's full of. <laughs> <laughs> Full of yummy gummy bears. Right. <laughs> so I just said the crew dresses police officers ready to embark on the Iron Bastion and put their plan into action. I said also remember to request any skill check rolls where relevant, provide the skill and the challenge level. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, has someone in the chat All room right. um, tracking the amount of crimes committed? <laughs> this, <laughs> um, is, this is space future. What is a crime? What is a crime? That's true. Well, I think the police in the space. Yeah, we are. Know. We, 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 just, we get to determine what the crimes are. Clearly, they're pretty bad if the police are running around with cloaking devices. That's oh, very losing it. Uh oh, is it freaking is it? out? Oh, what do we got? Oh, oh. Okay, so as the crew members disguise themselves as police officers, they realize that they'll need to maintain their cover as convincingly as possible. The success of their plan depends on it. Skill check, deception, challenge level two. The crew disembarks from their stolen police cruiser, attempting to blend in with the other uh, officers and personnel aboard the Iron Bastion. As they make their way through the busy corridors, they exchange casual greetings with the people they pass, trying to appear as inconspicuous as possible. Uh, Stealth check, challenge level two. Uh, The objective is to locate the central command center, where they hope to access the station's database (laughs) and gather information about Captain Frugal's whereabouts. They need to navigate the labyrinthine hallways and maintain their cover while avoiding the uh, suspicious. Please roll deception and stealth check to provide the roll. Actually, that's not too bad. Okay, let's do it. I like how it's running with our sequential check thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's sort of like, that's how they want to play. We're doing ten things at once. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It works for the action economy. Yeah. For, uh, for 25 instead. prompts, we're halfway through. Cool. All right, so it's my plan. So if I lead with the deception, how about that? Sounds mm-hmm. like a plan, Mr. I actually have points in deception. Mm. Fail. No, two. Two. Pass. Oh, it was two. <laughs> oh, what were the challenge levels? Both level two. Okay. Was there only two checks? Yeah. Okay, cool. So he was, he was getting into the ship and then maintaining that. Well, I'd say you're stealth as well, mister. Mister, sure. lead the way. I can do that. Uh, five. five. No, it's four plus. I can count. Two. <laughs> Two four-ups on right. six dice. We're ready that. I'm pass, pass. That's it. Yeah. Yay. <clears throat> With their disguises and confident demeanor, the crew successfully fools everyone they encounter, blending seamlessly into the Iron Bastion's police force. Their deception and stealth sorry, skills sorry. serve them well as they navigate the station's labyrinthine corridors with arousing, without arousing suspicion. 
With arousing suspicion. What? I said without arousing suspicion. I, I said with and then corrected myself to without, but then it made me laugh because they snuck around with arousing suspicion. <laughs> I'm not sure about that thing. <laughs> Sneaking jazz <laughs> plays in the background. <laughs> uh, as they make their way through the station, they spot signs pointing them towards the central command center. Sticking to their plan, they continue to feign casual conversation and interactions with the officers and personnel they encounter. The tension in the air is palpable, but ma- they maintain their composure. Upon arriving at the central command center, they find the room bustling with activity. Officers manning consoles and monitors, ver- uh, and monitoring various displays. The crew members glance at each other, understanding that the crucial moment has arrived. In order to access the information they seek, Wrench will have to infiltrate the station's database without alerting anyone to their true intentions. Yeah, Hacking challenge level three. <laughs> Hacking. Cool, let's call it your systems engineer. I mean, we could if you want to. We can call that its own skill, and you could use systems engineer as a assist. Or you can just use this skill. Shit, whatever. Challenge level three. Fail. Look, look good. Did you want to use a destiny? Blade? I did want to use my destiny. Is that your last one? It is. Okay. So we'll die? call it a success it? and no more destiny points. Yep. Yep. Um, and then let's also add um, <clears throat> that we, well, I don't know how or who like we want to do this through, but I think we need to find where Captain Frugal is being. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> And okay, cool. And then I unlock all the Okay, cell so then doors I think we need to give it the next. Turn off life support. Well, hang on. What? We oh. need to. We're not going to turn off life support <laughs> and airlock in in the room we're in. So we need to get Damn it, Captain Frugal in our room. Turn that's off true. the airlock everywhere except our room. That's true. That's the that's the that's the way to do it. That's true. So we need it way to escort so I think if you stay with the airlocks don't you dare turn the airlock off when we're in fact you're coming <laughs> where are you having this discussion you're in the bridge yeah, yeah. We're, like standing, people around. we're standing in front of the airlock command console there's 17 people in the room which is like we can't turn off the airlock straight away we're gonna go get the prisoner bring them here then turn off the airlock but you're coming with us because otherwise you'll turn off the airlock because we don't trust you you're very slippery around if airlock if anyone's listening I'm David Instead of police procedure, go back to your business. I mean, not that I'm against your wanton what? career of murder, but what? we could just say that we need him. That's a great idea. Interrogation. Bring Captain... Uh, well, they won't know him as Captain. Bring Prisoner Frugal up to the hole, to the freaking command center, <laughs> uh, where we will escort him to be in, into what's the word again? In, in no, interrogate. Interview. He did interrogate. In, oh, it's like okay. a, it's like a mean interview. So one yeah. that makes you uncomfortable. Well, interviews make me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a, an interview with bodily harm. Oh, torture. Ah, uh, that's a further step, but same idea. Torture is the same idea as an interview. Yeah. Crimes list. <laughs> 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 All right, so just straight hacking check higher past the crew is going to request Captain Frugal be brought to them for interrogation immediately. Let's make a story. Um, okay. 
We can say that and just say Cargo walks up to a nearby junior officer <gasps> and looks at him sternly and says, I was expecting prisoner 786B to be here by now. I'm supposed to be interrogating prisoner Frugal. Why is he not here? Go get him immediately and bring him here to, so justice may be done. It's getting very grandiose. I love it. Yeah, police. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Police. Wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> All right, we're good with that? Yeah. All right, so it says Cargo. Can you read it or want me to read it? Cargo walks up to a nearby junior office. Er. Can we say while, uh, while Wrench is surreptitiously hacking the system, so we make it sure it's happening at the same time? Why do you keep trying to make me spell hard words? <laughs> <laughs> While Wrench is surreptitiously hacking the system, Cargo walks up to a nearby junior yep. officer. Yep. Okay. That it? Yep. As Wrench successfully hacks into the system, retrieving the information <laughs> they need without raising alarms, Cargo intimidates the junior officer with his stern tone and demanding attitude. The junior officer, clearly frustrated, flustered by Cargo's assertiveness, that was, yes, yes, sir, I'll get him right away. He rushes off to fetch Captain Frugal, leaving the crew to prepare for the interrogation. After a few minutes, the junior officer returns. The AI thinks we're going to interrogate him. <laughs> After a few minutes, the junior officer returns with Captain Frugal, who looks surprised to see his former crew. He's led into his room, his hands bound and closely guarded by the junior officer. The crew can see that Captain Frugal has been through a lot, his face showing signs of fatigue and a few bruises. The crew now has the opportunity to question Captain Frugal and decide on their next move. No. Wrench! This is the... Hit the airlock! Oh my god, we're doing it again! <laughs> we slam down oh my the... God. <laughs> the room... Uh, the, the, the locks and doors... We, the, the, the door locks the for bulkheads. the room the, the bulkhead, we're in. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. And the blast doors. And shut down life support and airlocks <laughs> throughout the entirety <laughs> of the of the steel iron bastion. How big is this ship? People, people. And then open all of the doors on the ship okay. separate to this room. That's within the bastion. Yeah, open all the cell doors. Shutting off life support. I mean, there'll be <laughs> a lot of guards, a lot of support officers, and then a lot and of prisoners that we're about to get. All hit. internal have, doors. Have we worked out how we're getting out of this? <laughs> uh, it depends where you're activating this from. We're in the bridge, aren't we? Are you? Doors. I'm not in the bridge, aren't I? <laughs> oh no! Cargo calls out for Wrench to hit the button, or hit the airlock button, disabling all airlocks within the Iron Bastion, shutting off life support systems within, uh, shutting off life support within the system, and opening all internal doors, including the prisoner cell all, doors. Say all of the spaceship doors. Re so, uh, releasing all oxygen and killing the thousands of no. passengers 
So you're either oh, venting Lord. yourself or you are venting an entire station and then 20 people are standing around looking at you standing next to a button like... <laughs> oh my god! You seem to really have developed a passion for your role in this room. Just, god, really? Captain Fruit was just, just like, the, ah, the airlock guy. I, <laughs> I remember you. You've really case. come a long way. Oh <laughs> Captain Fruit was like, what has become what of my son? Who is this monster? <laughs> <laughs> Cargo, raise him like this. Cargo calls out for Wrench to hit the airlock button, disabling all airlocks within the Iron Bastion, shutting off life support systems within, or shutting off life support within the system, and opening all of the spaceship doors, including the prisoner cell doors. This releasing all oxygen on board the Iron Bastion and creating a vacuum into outer space outside. <laughs> with that? Yeah. Bam. Oh my god. Can't be the most wanted space pirate of ever. He's dead. Again. We're doing it again. <laughs> oh my god. Wrench hesitates for a moment. I am Put in square brackets, don't speak for the player. Or don't. don't give him around. We've already yeah, said it. I'm in for the next one. Okay, it yeah. doesn't matter, really. Wrench hesitates for a moment, realizing the consequences of his actions, <laughs> but ultimately decides to follow Cargo's command. He inputs the necessary codes into the console, triggering a sequence of events that will drastically change the situation on the Iron Bastion. As Wrench hits the airlock button, alarms blare throughout the instant facility and red emergency lights begin to flash. The airlocks and spaceship doors throughout the Iron Bastion open, causing a rapid decompression. The life support system shut down and the oxygen is quickly sucked into the vacuum of space. Panic ensues as people scramble to find emergency oxygen supplied or sealed compartments to protect themselves from the vacuum. The junior officer guarding the captain, uh, guarding Captain Frugal, loses his grip on the captain and is pulled towards an open airlock, just disappearing into the void. In the chaos, the what? Crew- what? That's, that's the room we're in. The door, the door, <laughs> was, the, the door was shut, wasn't it? Uh, uh, evidently not. In the chaos, you, you did tell him to override every door. That's true. <laughs> this was one. I said except this room. This was one button. I said except this well, room. I, I repeated the prop back to you twice and you didn't tell me to add that. <laughs> In the chaos, the crew must act quickly to save themselves and Captain Frugal from a similar fate and find a way to escape the Iron Bastion before oh, it's I would like to seal the immediate area. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Don't drink happy. With the airlock! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Friendly fire! Friendly fire! How many people is on this ship? This was. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we attempt to yes, seal yes. the air in only our room and allow the rest of the Iron Bastion to perish. <laughs> Oh boy. Those are the deep breaths we take as the doors are closed. (laughs) I would love if this AI is smart enough to TPK us. The crew, the crew attempts to use the manual door override in the interrogation room, sealing the door and restoring life support within their room. Who said we're in the interrogation room? That's where you That's were. That's where we took them. You do uh, the interrogating in the interrogation room. Okay. Cool. Is that it? No. Uh, um, what, what, how do we shape this? Well, you, you have... 
you br- you you intentionally got spacesuits for this exact situation. And we're wearing yeah. police outfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put on our spacesuits. What? Okay. <laughs> what? We, we bought them in duffel bags, remember? <laughs> sure. Hey, or, or we have to make our way to okay. space suits that would be stored on we the ship. We turn to... Ca- uh, cargo sure. turns to Captain Frugal and says, Yeah, put this on! While choking for oxygen. And dresses... <laughs> in his own space suit. Put this on, indicating to a spacesuit. Passing him a spacesuit, yeah. Um, Cargo, Slip, and Wrench proceed to quickly put on their own. And then wait while the rest of the ship's passengers perish. I'm curious to see if, like, ChatGBT was to, like, generate characters that survive have also managed to manually seal themselves in. Yeah, it did describe people were rushing to seal themselves off. Mm. Okay. The crew attempt to use the manual door override in the interrogation room, sealing the door and restoring life support within the room. The crew put on their space suits taken from the police ship they stole. Cargo turns to Captain Frugal and exclaims, Quick, put this on, passing him a space suit. Cargo, Slip and Wrench quickly put on their own. Once suited up, they patiently wait for the remaining passengers aboard to perish. (laughs) <laughs> yep. While and let's instigate a conversation. Let's see if we can get uh, mm-hmm. uh while, while waiting and the group is alone, um Cargo says to Captain Frugal, It's damn good to see you again, Captain. It's been some time. How'd you end up here? We thought you might have been dead. Slow down. Luke Skywalker. Good to see you, you, Captain <laughs> Frugal. I'm good to see you again, Captain Frugal. Little badass for a stone tree party. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were dead. We, th- meh. <laughs> How did you end up here? How are you feeling? <laughs> Decompress the space, please. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Here we hashtag. Okay. Captain Frugal, they just take it word for word. Captain Frugal, visibly shaken by the events, takes the spacesuit from cargo and puts it on with haste. The crew manages to use the manual door override, sealing the interrogation room and restoring life support within the room. They listen to the distant screams and chaos outside as remaining people on the Iron Bastion struggle to survive. After putting on the st- I can't breathe. <laughs> After putting on the spacesuit, Captain Frugal takes a moment to catch his breath and then looks at cargo and the rest of the crew. I feel. I've been better, he says, a mix of relief and exhaustion in his voice. After we got separated, I got picked up by the authorities, and they thought me they thought they could use me as bait to lure the rest of you in. But I didn't think you'd be foolhardy enough to come after me. He smacks. I'm glad I was wrong. What? Captain Frugal Was this a trap? <laughs> <laughs> well uh we uh <clears throat> we knew that. Captain Frugal continues Uh, Now that we're all suited up We need to get out of here The Iron Bastion is likely sending out a distress signal And it won't be long before reinforcements are arriving 
With a renewed sense of urgency, the crew starts planning their escape. They know they must navigate the treacherous vacuum of the Iron Bastion, avoid any surviving personnel, oh, there it is. and find a way to safely return to their stolen police cruiser before the situation becomes even more dangerous. Or we pilot the Iron Bastion. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's foolproof. It's oh the biggest God. ship of all. Only if it has engines. It might literally just be a space station. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Okay. All right. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> Does it have a steering wheel? <laughs> General knowledge. Cargo sister wrench. Initiate. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Initiate the Iron Bastion self destruct protocol. Oh my god. And then we run back to our cruiser and cruise on out of here. <laughs> Until we're sipping Mai Tais back on Mokral. Oh, Kraka. Oh, Kraka, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. Kraken Krubel <laughs> thing. He's got oh. Mai Tai. M-A-I-T-A-I, yeah. I don't know. We're sipping Could go back to... Back on Kraka. Could go back to that place we were before and then make sure that Nikolai's not an up. They're not going to issue anymore. Okay, we'll see. And then say the crew head off on their adventure. Uh, head back to the the ship, avoiding danger on the way with the intent to fly away. Let's see what it does. Wrench mm-hmm. nods and proceeds to initiate the Iron Bastion self to stop <laughs> product. You are brutal. <laughs> You're a monster as well. Oh you my are. god. You're so anti-social, you're hiding the corner. You're like, oh, oh stay away, distraction, <laughs> stay away. Socialising everyone's dead. He proceeds to initiate the Iron Bastion self-destruct protocol using the access he gained earlier. It scrolled up on me. Uh, as the countdown timer begins, alarms blare throughout the station, warning of the impending destruction. With the clock ticking, the crew, including Captain Frugal, quickly make their way back to their stolen police cruiser. They encounter a few remaining security personnel along the way, but the spacesuits and the ongoing chaos give them enough of an edge to slip past unnoticed. The, their hearts race. Even as they, roll for this. Yeah, I know. It's, just, it's gone full story mode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their hearts race as they approach their ship. The time until the Iron Bastion's destruction growing nearer. Once on board, they waste no time in firing up the engines and disengaging from the docking clamps. As they pull away from the Iron Bastion, they watch the countdown timer hit zero, and a massive explosion rips through the station. Debris flies in every direction, creating a dangerous field of wreckage they must navigate through. The crew expertly weaves their way back through the debris, managing to avoid any collisions that would spell disaster. I'm so glad the debris like popped <laughs> yeah, around yeah. Us yeah. in front of us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe there's shielding, I don't know. Yeah. Finally, they break free of the debris field and set a course for Raka. As they make their way back to Raka, oh my God. the crew breathes a collective sigh of relief, knowing that they have successfully rescued their captain and invaded the clutches of the Iron Bastion. They share stories of their adventures apart, and the camaraderie between them is stronger than ever. <laughs> Cargo's promise of sipping Mai Tais on Raka feels like a well-earned reward after such a harrowing and dangerous experience. <laughs> it's funny. 
I feel like it's going between really good narration and really good storytelling yeah. and being like, yeah, then this happened. Does it, is <laughs> yeah. it part of the prompt that like it was like this is the final episode and it wants to wrap it up? Could that be that would be where that's coming from? Um, maybe because <laughs> because I did tell it that it's narrating yeah. our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's the thing it remembers, it's like every prompt is like, how was that for an epic conclusion? Um, put in square brackets, tell it off for concluding too quickly. Do we, we were on prompt 17. This will be 18. We have like seven more. We have enough for a little bit of closure or... A twist. Do you know what? Let this is where it can be quite fun. Okay, put in square brackets. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you've got what you've got, and then say. Where was the Throw in a pl- plot twist for our grand finale. Ooh. Be more descriptive than you ever have been, Ooh. and continue keep the drama high. And remember to ask players to make rolls, which you ke- seem to keep forgetting to do, you <laughs> numbskull. Oh my goodness. Insulting AI, Copy. I yeah, think what? is a good strategy what, for future um, success. What planet was uh, Nikolai on? Uh, just some random place. I don't know. Spaceport. Was it a, on... yeah, it was some kind of spaceport? Is that it? Just that? I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh. All right. As the crew share stories and laughter, the ship's communication system suddenly comes to life with a hail from an unknown source. <laughs> screens, the, the screens flicker to life, revealing a familiar <laughs> face, <laughs> grinning ma- menacingly at them. Hello again, my friends. <laughs> Says the man, his voice dripping with contempt. <laughs> It's Nikolai, the smuggler they portrayed. I must say, I'm impressed with your little stunt of the Iron Bastion. Wait, he's English now? I'm not, that was unintentional. But did you really think you, you could get away were, from me that easily? You were Nikolai. I was Nikolai. Was, was that, did he you, get, did you, you had more of a Brooklyn. Let's go from the top then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello again, my friend. No, what the fuck? Very subtle, all of a sudden. You were like, uh, you were like, uh, like my really Hello uh, like, again, my, no, it's my friend, my friend, Buffy. I'm from Boston. Boston. Hello <laughs> again, my, I can't, how do you how do that? Hello again, my friends. It doesn't it's sound me, right. Nikolai. It's me, Nikolai. And now I got... I must say, I'm impressed yeah. with your little stunt at the Iron Bastion, but did you really think you could get away from me that easily? <laughs> With a sinking feeling, the crew realise their stolen police cruiser is being tracked. They can see on the radar that several ships are converging on their location, all bearing the insignia of Nikolai's organisation. Oh, wow, he's big, bigger fish than we expected. It's done something naughty. What's it The crew had hoped they'd seen the last of him, but uh, it seems their past has caught up with them. Knowing they don't have much time, the crew springs into action and Cargo shouts, Wrench, we need to lose them. Uh, Do you think you can rig up some kind of jamming device to throw them off our tail? I should rig up some jamming device. It's yeah. just taking over. It's just like, you know what, guys? I got this. <laughs> oh do you want to do it or do you want me to redo it and tell it not to prepare? Tell it. Say, um... So I can redo the prompt. That... You, yeah. We, 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 we use this another hey, prompt. It does. Though. Yeah, no. So uh, just you... 
it's better to give it specific correction while redoing it. Yeah. So use another prompt and put it in square brackets. That was great up until you spoke for the players. Um, Do we want to go with what it says, though? No, because you've ta- it's taken autonomy from us. Well, then I'd, I'd be better correcting the previous response. Just refreshing? No, no. Oh, oh I see what you mean. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, go on. Yeah. All right. Then it'll Say, come up with add, a whole other bad guy. Is this the plot twist request one? Yeah. Can you add gut wrenching? <gasps> Say gut wrenching plot twist. Wrench your gut. <laughs> <laughs> now that's wrench gutting. Oh. <laughs> Airlock button. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> so I added gut wrenching, and then I said, "Remember, you cannot speak as the players or take action as the player. Only set the scene for them." Yes. Okay. All right. That still counts as another prompt. Yeah. Just as the crew begins to relax and dream of their much-deserved break on Hraka, Slip has been, who has been quietly monitoring the ship's communication systems, receives an unexpectedly and highly encrypted message. The crew gathers around the console. Curiosity peaked as Slip manages to decrypt the message. It's a lot more mysterious. The decrypted message contains a set of coordinates and a single sentence. The treasure you seek lies where the stars <laughs> meet the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the crew exchanges glances, trying to decipher the meaning of the cryptic message. They quickly realize that this could be a significant clue leading to a vast and legendary treasure hidden somewhere in the galaxy. <laughs> treasure planet! What the fuck is that? Wrench runs a deep scan of the universe. Wrench runs a deep scan. This is where it gets weird. Now, now, now it gets weird. Uh, he runs a deep scan of the given coordinates, which would require a skill check. Can you roll a challenge level four astrogation check? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? An astro yeah. what now? Astrogation. It's, it's astro navigation. Astrogation. Did it say astrogation? It did. The word is wow. astrogation. Uh, Dude. Yeah, astrogation check. Astrogation oh my God, check. Uh, to uncover wow. any valuable information about the location. Meanwhile, Slip tries to trace the orange of origin of the orange. Tries to trace the origin of the encrypted message, which require a skill check as well. Hacking check level four. Hey, Judge GPT, how is this um, gut wrenching? By the way, I don't yeah. Know. Uh, <laughs> as the crew works together to unravel the mystery, they notice that the stolen police cruisers on board system suddenly come to life, Uh-oh. activating a hidden tracking beacon. Uh-oh. They realize okay. uh, the realization dawns on them that they've been followed since they left the Iron Bastion. They can hear the low rumble of approaching ships and radar. A radar you reveals a fleet closing in on their position. Why have we got the sound of cargo ships playing on the speakers? Yes. Cargo, who has been keeping an eye on the radar, calls out, we've got company. Uh, doing it again. We could do it. Yeah, I think we broke AI, people. <laughs> we could do it. That's <laughs> right. You know what? We've got, uh, we've got six prompts left. Let's have a play. Cargo walks up to the... Wait, do you want me to read the rest of it? Oh, God. Do you want me to read the rest of it? You keep going. Oh. Yeah, go okay. on. Uh, you need to say we've got company. Looks like we didn't shake off everyone at the Iron Bastion. Do you want me to highlight it for you and you can read it out? Oh, there's more. Yeah, that's your line. 
Line. We've got company. Looks like we didn't shake off everyone at the Iron Bastion. With tensions mounting, the crew must now decide whether to fight, flee, or negotiate with the fleet that's rapidly closing in on them. The intensity of the situation is palpable as the crew scrambles to prepare for the confrontation ahead. The air inside the cruiser is thick with anticipation and determination. Anywhere else okay. you go, the air is thin because you're having a fucking vacuum. <laughs> Alright, I use the I use the intercom. Is that the end of the thing? Nah, blah 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 Stakes blah. Stakes have never been high. The, the area with intimidation with the dark void outside is illuminated only by the distant glow of stars and the ever nearing lights of the pursuing fleet. The race for the treasure has begun and the stakes have never <laughs> been higher. Ah oh, yes, the treasure. Where, how, where, when the fuck did it was treasure a thing? I was, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we are pirates. We've been doing much more of the killing than the raw than the so treasuring. So on the race to the treasure, or I use the intercom to the other pirate. To, sorry, the other police cruisers? Yeah, I would like to turn on the clipping device. The internal com. <laughs> yeah. Incoming, incoming fleet. Yeah. Save Captain Frugal or get awesome treasure. I use the intercom and say, <gasps> help. Oh. Right, wrong one. Help, uh, help, mayday. Uh, <laughs> we have been captured <laughs> by an escaped prisoner <laughs> by the name of Frugal. <gasps> Captain Frugal. <laughs> Frugal's in the game. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right there. I'm like, oh, uh, sorry, guy. Uh, like, you know, stakes uh, have never been higher. What can I say? Um, we have incapacitated hold him. Hold up, hold up, And I turn on the cloaking device. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not a. It's a ship cloaking device. It's not a personal cloaking device. Well, it's a ship. Yeah, we just cloak the ship. Oh, that's a much better idea. <laughs> Should we go down this path, or should we just go? <laughs> no, 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 let's just give it a go. Uh, returning to the intercom, he says... Um, we have incapacitated this Captain Frugal character. Uh, sig- a signal to slip, like, get him, like, knock him. No. <laughs> Sorry, Captain, no, uh, no offense. Um, and are willing to give him back. No. Uh, and are looking for you to be rescued. I don't know, can someone make this more convincing? <laughs> it kind of sounds like we've just rescued ourselves by knocking the prisoner unconscious. Last time I made a transmission, I spaced 30 people. I think I'll leave this one to you. I go to knock out Captain Frugal. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, we tried. We really tried. Oh, so, oh wait. Hang on. I'm, I'm confused. Are we handing him over or are we running? I don't know anymore. I was thinking like uh, we knock him out and we, we're we pretending he took us hostage. So then we get rescued by one of the ships and then we release the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> and, go get, and go get the treasure. <laughs> Alright, but this ship does have probably the best stuff. I think it does. 
I think it's that's cool. a much better plan. Yeah, like let, let, what if you keep everything I said? <laughs> please, please activate the cloaking can device. You write, can, can you write our discussion, talking ourselves out of a bad plan? I activate the intercom. One moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> Please just regard last transmission. And I play elevator music over the intercom. (laughs) Now you're gonna play the Centrelink hold music. (gasps) Whoa! (laughs) Classical! Um, Your call is important to us. (laughs) (laughs) We we will be recording this for quality assurance purposes. Um, And if you have. Uh, the time, we would like you to fill in the survey at the end of the call to rate our service and promptness. Okay. Uh, thank you for your time. So Slip says at the intercom, uh, please ignore that. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll right the back. crew discuss amongst themselves uh, a variety of other plans, any of which would be better than what Cargo just said. <laughs> but this is why you're not the captain. I thought I was the captain. Am I not? Oh, no, I made you the captain. You're, you're the captain of two other ships. That's right. Commodore. Did you know I was the captain of two other ships? I say to Captain <laughs> Frugal. <laughs> you can tell uh, because Wrench is wearing all the hats. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want to tell it all of this to just see what the hell it does. <laughs> <laughs> including, <laughs> including wrench wearing two hats. Just let this GM deal with its players spiraling and see what it does. The crew. We, we end this interjection by activating the cloaking device. <laughs> yes, turn on the cloaking device. <laughs> let's go to that one place with the. It did probably a trap though. Um. Oh, I, I know. We say over intercom, you'll never catch us. We will be at quadrant 47D. Ha 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 And we go somewhere where, else. Where, where does Nicolai We hyperspace. Live? They go to quadrant 47D. We go to Treasure Planet. Your finger's still on the intercom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Are you are you writing all of this? Well, if you have a better plan than you, <laughs> then you take over Smarty Pants. <laughs> I walk away and skulk. Oh. I skulk. Oh. <laughs> Cargo cannot be trusted with an intercom. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we need to leave it with some form of conclusion and then see what... How we react. Oh, I don't know what it's gonna do. Yeah, I let's finish. Should I just leave it at that? The last thing being, uh, your fingers still on the transmit button. Uh, That's after your ingenious yeah. plans of time. Okay, 
read what we've got and let's see how we feel. Okay. <laughs> Cargo opens the intercom to the incoming fleet. Help! Mayday! We've been cat- Wait. <clears throat> Uh, help! Oh, that's not. That was southern. Help! Mayday! Help! Mayday! You want to do it? We've been. Marco, where is it? Exactly. We've been captured by an escaped prisoner by the name of Frugal, <laughs> Captain Frugal. <laughs> and then you look at Frugal. Sorry, the stakes have never been higher. <laughs> you return to the intercom. Um, we have incapacitated the Captain Frugal character and are looking to be rescued. So, Cargo then attempts to knock out Captain Frugal, and at this point, Slip points out. Slip? Sorry. <laughs> well, actually, we have a really good ship right here with the stealth technology. Maybe we can make her get away in that. <laughs> Slip says over the intercom. Please ignore that. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> the crew discuss amongst themselves a variety of other plans, any of which would be better than what Cargo has already said over the intercom. The crew chat amiably about Cargo being the captain of two ships, which is indicated by Wench, Wrench wearing two hats. They end the discussion by entering the police cruiser they stole and enabling the stealth technology. Cargo shouts over the intercom one last time. <laughs> You'll never catch us! Ha 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 ha! We'll be hiding in quadrant 47B. Ah, oh, that's good. Now, <laughs> now they'll go there and we can go to Treasure Planet. It's foolproof. Uh, and then Slip says, uh, your, fi- your finger is still on the transmit button. <laughs> that? Yeah, go on. Just see. Just we, we need their response then. I am so excited to see what AI does with that. With their cover blown and an impromptu plan forming, the crew hurries to put their new plan into action. Cargo and Slip head to the bridge of the police cruiser, ready to initiate the stealth technology and attempt to outmaneuver the approaching fleet. For this task, Slip will need to perform a stealth check, challenge level four, to okay. see if they can effectively cloak the ship and slip past the pursuers undetected. <laughs> four, that's a good challenge level. Meanwhile, Wrench takes Captain Frugal to the medical bay to ensure he's in a stable condition. <laughs> 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 you did say that we incapacitated him in the context, but we're like, not um, actually saying that we did. Yeah, no, I wrote, I wrote he attempts to knock him out. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. That was in there. Yeah. Um, a wrench performs a medicine check, oh challenge level God. two, to assess and tend any injuries that Captain Frugal may have sustained. As the crew works, so you're tending to to Captain Frugal that I tried to yep. knock out. Okay, this is going great. Uh, as oh. the crew works to evade the approaching fleet, they can't help but feel the weight of their actions, the close calls, and the high stakes of their current situation. The atmosphere inside the police cruiser is tense, with each crew member focusing on their task, while the hum of the ship's engines and the distant haunting sounds of space fill the silence. The darkness of the cosmos <laughs> stretches out before them. A canvas of... It's just a client corner in the background, like... <laughs> the darkness of the cosmos stretches out. It was really out. nice hold music before. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The cosmos stretches out before them, a canvas of distant stars, glowing nebulas, and the unknown dangers that lurk in the shadows. Unbeknownst to the crew, the incoming fleet isn't the only challenge they'll face in their race to uncover uh, the treasure. Here it is again. As they navigate the galaxy, new alliances will be forged, betrayals will cut deep, and the crew's loyalty and cunning will be tested like never before. 
But with their eyes on the prize and their hearts full of determination, the crew knows they'll do whatever it takes to claim the prize and cement their place among the legends of space piracy. Find out what happens next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how do we want to play this? Do we want to tell AI we have four prompts left to conclude this, be dramatic and conclusive? And I reckon we do exciting. it in fewer and we save one of the... I, I don't know how many we actually have because it could be less than that. Mm. But I really want to save them to find out Get how many people Wrench has killed. <laughs> I would so also like well, do you know what we should do because I was going to say I want to use our last prompt to get it to write a movie pitch or something uh, telling the whole tale of our adventure in exciting detail and include in it the number of people wrenches killed by airlock <laughs> openings can we just skip to that <laughs> oh my god well because we got an end yeah. alright let's just play all right. with the word alright all right. Is that a conclusive ending? Okay, right. Okay, here's what we do. Because we want we want a satisfying conclusion. I mean, that sets up for the sequel. It does. So <laughs> write, say, write an epilogue mm. of our entire role-playing campaign that is satisfying, dramatic, and leaves room for a sequel. <laughs> and... Um, Playing to the individual strengths of our different characters. Yeah. And where they end up six months from now. Mm, mm. Oh, it's like that little post-credits thing. Where like, yeah, like at, at, the, at the end of Ocean's Eleven or something. Where are they now? Where yep. are them? And uh, okay, I think I think there's sort of enough to sort of that'll wrap up this story. Okay. Read it. That. Yeah, read so, it out in a very dramatic. Uh, Credit scene. As in my prompt or the response? The response. Six months after their daring escape from the Iron Bastion, the crew of the stolen police cruiser, now affectionately named the what? Phantom Corsair. <laughs> Fuck yes! Oh my god! <laughs> Such a good name! That is good. Finding themselves navigating a galaxy of danger and opportunity. Cargo, the meat-headed heavy lifter, has earned a reputation as a force to be reckoned with. His strength and assertiveness have helped the crew out of many tight spots. You got while him he, right. While his newfound role of captain of two ships... <laughs> Just give him a sense of responsibility he never knew he was capable of. Cargo now leads this motley crew with the same tenacity he once used to move cargo. Fiercely <laughs> <laughs> loyal to his friends and merciless to his enemies. Slip, the cunning boarding specialist, has honed his stealth and infiltration skills to perfection. As the Phantom Corsair's second-in-command, Slip has played a crucial role in the crew's many heists and escapes, always a step ahead of those who would see him captured, uh, who would see them captured or worse. His quick thinking and silver tongue have gotten the crew out of trouble more times than they can count, and his loyalty to his comrades is unwavering. To be fair, we can't count very high. Red... <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's good. That's, that's, that's nice. <laughs> Wrench, the young systems engineer, has matured in his time among the crew. No longer the timid and compliant young man he once was, Wrench now holds his own crucial mem- uh, holds, holds his own as a crucial member of the team. His engineering the prowess. Airlock. <laughs> department. His engineering prowess has kept the Phantom Corsair running smoothly, and his knack for hacking and bypassing security cool systems has opened many doors for the crew, both literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> it's so good! It's made of pun! It's made of pun! 
Oh, wow! Captain Frugal, having been rescued from the Iron Bastion, has taken on the role of a mentor and advisor to the crew. Grateful for their efforts to save him, he now shares his vast knowledge of the gal- galaxy's hidden <laughs> Even though treasure. we tried to choke him out, no, no, I did a lot him. <laughs> I take it back, I was joking, I was joking. <laughs> he now shares his vast knowledge of the galaxy's hidden treasures and secret hideouts, <laughs> helping the crew stay one step ahead of their pursuers. As the crew's infamy grows, so does too their list of enemies seeking to bring justice or claim the stolen shipment for themselves. In the shadows, Nikolai still plots his revenge, having never forgotten the betrayal he suffered at the hands of the crew. New threats and old enemies lurk around every corner, waiting for the perfect moment to strike. But amid the dangers and chaos, the crew has also found a new purpose. With Captain Frugal's guidance, they've embarked on a thrilling quest to uncover the legendary treasure of the Lost Nebula, Ooh. an ancient and powerful artifact said to hold untold power to those who possess it. Oh, we are with not the, good candidates for that. <laughs> the promise of unimaginable wealth and power on the horizon, the crew of the Phantom Corsair will face their greatest challenges yet. In the thrilling sequel, alliances will be tested, the crew's past will catch up with them, and they will find themselves caught in a web of deception and betrayal. Ooh. With the bonds of their friendship and loyalty forged in fire, the crew will continue to fight for their dreams and face whatever dangers await them in the vastness of space. That was incredible. <laughs> that, that, was that was actually that really was so good. good. Wow. That was and the pun! That was very good. Gave us really satisfying wrap-ups for everyone individually and the story as a whole and actually set up a sequel I want to come back to. Yeah, that was great. That was so good. I love it. It's like, you like murdering people with airlocks. (laughs) Let's focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We gotta wrap up the... Well, now we, want, like a, now we want a like movie a, pitch. Yeah, like a movie pitch, yeah. Of the entirety of our campaign. I think, I think we asked for a title, a movie pitch of the campaign, and a slogan. Like a yes! tagline. A tagline. Yes! Yeah, 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 yes! Yeah. Oh! And actors. Oh! oh, yeah. oh played who by... Would, who would you cast? Yes! Oh, Ooh. my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Give the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a movie pitch for the campaign so far. In the far. style of a of a um an in-depth IMDB uh <laughs> what would you call it? Um synopsis. Yep. Like a, like a script treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh that was great. Next I want a movie pitch for the campaign so far that we could present to a movie studio. It should be in the style of an in-depth IMDB script treatment. We're written uh, in complete a... with cast list. Yes, I'll, I'll complete. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, uh, in depth, I'm beast. Script treatment. Um, we're also looking for a title. A title to the movie. A catchy one liner. <laughs> yes. And casting options for the main characters. This is. Wild. Oh my god. Are we with that? Uh, I am so excited. Casting options for main characters right. based on real celebrities? Yes. I don't know yeah. if you would know the Yeah, I difference. think so. And we should give an example. For example, starring um let's pick one and, and cast it. Uh so Steve Buscemi as Slip. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't cast the players, but I reckon Steve Buscemi would be a good uh a really good uh Nikolai. <laughs> Starring Steve Buscemi as Nikolai. 
Like that. He's got a Brooklyn sort of. <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys doing here? All right. Cool. Let's do it. Oh my god. I just okay. went cross eyed because I can't do Steve Buscemi eyes. Uh, I'm like, yeah. this will do. <laughs> All right. All right. We ready? Ready. Yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Oh my god. Okay. Title. Galactic Outlaws, The Lost Nebula Heist. Oh, that's shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was really expecting a lot there. That kind of... It's all right, it's all right. Go In a galaxy of chaos, a crew of misfits seeks the ultimate prize. Also not a great tagline. Yeah, that's all right. Pretty generic. A ragtag crew of space pirates led by a meat-headed captain with a heart of gold embark on a thrilling adventure to uncover the treasure... No, this is the sequel! Yeah, tell it off. Say, wrong... You did that for the sequel. We want you to do it for the campaign we've run. That we just did. That we just ran. Wait, what? Now it's going the synopsis, which is the one we just did. What? We've already done the nebula that's been lost. (laughs) When the crew of the Star Chaser receives an enigmatic message from their long-lost captain, Captain Frugal, they embark on a daring mission to infiltrate the heavily fortified Iron Bastion prison and rescue their former leader. Uh, along the way, they must navigate a treacherous galaxy filled with ruthless bounty hunter- hunters, eventual crime lords, and corrupt law enforcement, all while trying to stay one hep of their relentless pursuer, Nikolai. As they delve deeper into the mystery of Captain Frugal's disappearance, the crew stumbles upon the legend of the Lost Nebula, a hidden treasure of unimaginable power and wealth with the promise of untold riches and the opportunity to rewrite their troubled past. Just right, just right. The crew sets... With the promise of untold riches and the opportunity to rewrite their troubled past, the crew sets off on a high-stakes heist or they will take one of the farthest reaches of the galaxies and test the limits of their courage, loyalty, and friendship. Ugh, classic Hollywood straying from this original script. <laughs> In the end, the crew must confront their darkest fears and face the ultimate betrayal to claim their prize and secure their place among the galaxy's most infer- out- influ- infamous outlaws. Starring... Cargo, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Holland as Asa Butterfield as Wrench, oh, yeah. okay. Idris Elba as Captain mm-hmm. Frugal, and Mads Mikkelsen as Nikolai. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> like, that? you, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Mikkelsen. He's so good. He is, but I can't think of a single thing he's in. Oh my god, he's in so many things. I he's know. In Casino Royale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. in... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just said so much stuff. Galactic Outlaws, The Lost Nebula Heist is a thrilling space adventure filled with a high-octane action, gripping drama, and unexpected twists. The film explores the themes of friendships, loyalty, redemption, while showcasing a diverse and dynamic cast of characters that the audiences will root for as they traverse the treacherous expanses of the galaxy in search of the ultimate prize. I think what it did is it took some of what we did and was like, I think we can add more into a movie. Yeah, okay. Now, there's only one logical final step. After all of that, when any franchise hits that grand scale and the success that a series like this would, Mm -hmm. there's a spin-off, sitcom style, like Frasier, uh, with just whimsical day-in-the-life, slice-of-life relatable comedy. Let it pick who it's based around and what the Slice of Life spin-off series is to be received with a mediocre response. (laughs) (laughs) Dwayne the Rock 
chance. Anything else? This might be our last prompt. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask how many characters um, Wrench killed. How many uh, people Wrench killed? I guess that's what we're going to do. Maybe, oh, hang on. Maybe we tell it. Maybe we tell it to pitch a spin off series based on Wrench and his love of opening airlocks and murdering people. <laughs> oh, no. I know, really flailing here. I definitely think we've like <laughs> we're we're done, but it's just fun to it's keep like poking it. Just <laughs> it's just like we're holding a stick and just like yeah, keep doing stuff. Okay. Yeah, we should we should get ask we'll, we'll ask it for a body count for all of us. How many? Just so we can like compete and see. What we did. did each mem or how many people was each member? Of the crew responsible for killing. Yeah. Directly or indirectly through their actions. Secondly, it's a spin off TV series. Spin offed. Spin offed. Uh, spin off TV series sitcom. about Wrench. Spin off TV. Sitcom series about Wrench and his love of decompression deaths. We're <laughs> <laughs> good with that. We're good with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Two things. One, kill count for each crew member. Cargo, responsible for 10 deaths, okay. both indirectly and directly. Cargo's brute strength and sometimes impulsive actions have led to various dangerous confrontations throughout the adventures. Slip, responsible for three deaths, mostly indirect. As the brains of the operation, Slip typically avoids getting his hand dirty, but never plans and it. No, 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 that's not it. No, <laughs> <You gotcha. laughs> I opened like four different, like, hang on, how many, how many shifts? It was and three? you could say three. You, you, I had to recap and I didn't specify any airlock stuff when I recap. So you could say, uh, add in there, he opened the compression on two, <coughs> the two previous ships stolen. Yeah, it's a, he opened an airlock and killed three spaceships over the course. It's like a textbook math uh, problem. Yeah. Wrench opened the airlock on <laughs> one freighter, which one small space. How many people did Wrench kill? and prisoners. Okay, I've been completely ignoring the rest of it. We'll come back to that. Premise, Wrench's decompression diaries. <laughs> That should be the title for the actual movie. That's so <laughs> tagline. Funny. The tagline in dice. space, no one can hear you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's oh so twisted. Wrench's Decompression Diaries is a light-hearted sitcom that follows the misadventures of Wrench, the quirky engineering genius with a morbid fascination <laughs> for decompression deaths as he starts a new chapter in his life after parting ways with his old crew. <laughs> Setting up shop on a bustling space station, Wrench opens a peculiar repair shop and decompression consultancy. Decompression is a peculiar airlock. <laughs> where he uses his skills and knowledge to help clients solve a variety of space-related issues, from fixing faulty airlocks to des designating elaborate security systems. Each episode features Wrench tackling a new client's problem, often leading to hilarious misunderstandings and unpredictable results, all while trying to keep his own decompression-related obsession oh my under wraps. It's a little bit dumb. It's a little bit space. <laughs> Murder by decompression. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. In, in between jobs, Wrench must navigate the eccentric residence of the space station, including his nosy neighbour, an aspiring space musician, a sassy AI assistant with a mind of her own, and a lovable yet yum, clumsy so alien sidekick who can't seem to keep out of trouble. 
As Wrench forms unlikely friendships and learns valuable life lessons, he discovers that there's more to life than his morbid fascination and that sometimes the greatest adventures happen when you least expect. Oh my god! Wrench's Decompression Diaries is a quirky, heartwarming sitcom that blends the excitement of a space adventure with a unique brand of humour while exploring themes of friendship, growth and finding one's place in the universe. Oh my god, that's my amazing. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I think... Are you just correcting the deaths thing? My apologies for the oversight. Here's Uh-oh. a revised kill count. <laughs> 800! Oh my god! 800! Indirect engineering skills and fascination with decompression. <laughs> oh, it's giving us a right, it. We can stop it giving us another sitcom. All right, we'll call it there. I think that's it. Oh, that is incredible. That is the end of our adventure. 100. Thank you, everyone, nice. for watching. What a journey this what? has been. So Honestly, just the. Like, that's great. A year and a half ago, we did a. It was a bit more. Just over a year and a half ago, yeah. two years ago, we uh, last played with AI for roleplay, and it was a barely functional that was, toy. That was GPT three, was it? Yeah, wow. and it wasn't good. No, and before that was GPT two. Yeah. Well, this was very good, especially good in some places. Not great at remembering some of the things we had to keep correcting. So obviously, you know, but honestly, like a year from now. This is oh, a fully functional way to <laughs> yeah. roleplay, and yeah. If I, the, if I ever get I found myself to... in, I, I, I obviously, like, I, I apologise at the start for sort of really getting lost in the recaps and stuff, but I guess that sort of carries us to, I was getting lost in the playing yeah. of it by myself, telling a story and being freely being characters in these worlds we were improvising randomly mm. was really fun. It was really fun. It, it was... Very it's worth great. checking out. That like, was I really that good. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So we're going to have to come back and play it 4.5 or any future <sighs> oh thing. And whether it's uh, it's a, uh, a sequel to this or something entirely new, oh, we'll I've probably s- leave up I've to you guys. Apparently I've set the record. Nope. Who set the record? I hold the record. What's your record? For deaths? Yeah. Yeah, no, Rob holds the record. <laughs> What's your record? No one's beating it. His planetary Billions. genocide. You've literally... Did your death star Bill- something billion, or what? Billions. Billions. Billions? Billions. Wow. Yeah, he was... <laughs> no, that's it. I'm going to go around... Actually, I'm going to see where you can find the thumbnail. I'm going to go around the galaxy, galaxy just find as many airlocks as possible was just to get to your number. Billions? No. What was um, it? I think it was called Boom or something. Yeah. Anyway, we should wrap up. Thank you all so much for joining us. And any future AI session we play, we'll leave the theme of it probably up to a vote from our patrons. And if you want to join us in our weekly Patreon after party, which we'll be jumping to in a second, we look forward to seeing you there. Otherwise, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.